Hello, welcome to another Cage Club Revisited. This is a very special episode. We are doing Mandy, which just came out on VOD. Uh, we have not, as of the time of this recording, recorded our actual episode of this yet, but it will be oh, out by the right. time you hear this. This It'll episode comes out October 11th. This movie has been out on demand for about a month now. What's the episode number of the actual review show? 94-ish, I think. Okay. Again, this is the episode that is meant to be listened to while you watch the movie. So, with yes. that said... Put the movie on, listen to this. We are here joined we, by we Brian can. Rodriguez of the High School Slumber Party Podcast. Hello, Brian. Thanks for having me. We are also going out live on Facebook Live to the world, hopefully, if people Press join, play. we will see. We are watching On Demand, so if you want to hit play, Mike, in three, two, one, play. So this, we just finished watching We Andy, just watched this movie. And we're watching it again. So a rewatch right after a watch. It's we're revisiting really quickly. So let's see if we can get some subtitles or something. And I'm actually excited. I was a little afraid that maybe I wouldn't like it and I wouldn't want to see it again in a row. But Okay, so I have a new TV. Oh, we got to do this. Oh, right, bingo. <gasps> we got so many things going on right now that That's I sure. almost you know, ruined. Okay, closed captioning. This is well, I, got it. I got it. I got everything. It's on English. Put it on English. Yeah. Oh, you did it already? Right, everything oh, was good, okay. baby. All right, man. Well, you know, I don't know. You were wandering in your house looking for mountaineering lights. lights. <laughs> no, it's it's for my video it's camera. Good, it's, it's a it's a I'm professional kidding, kidding, videographer light. Oh, somebody's know? watching. Hello, listener, viewer, whatever. All right, everybody, pull um, a bingo card. We are playing Cage Club Movie Bingo. CageClub.me/slash/games. Cool. Yeah, let's turn the TV down. Yeah, yeah, because people sleeping in the rest of the house. <laughs> There's yeah. also trying to like you know, if you are watching the Facebook Live feed, say hi. Let us know you're watching. Oh, we're in like we're in like a three point perspective, like, which is good or not good. No, I guess it's fine. Yeah, when I die, bury me deep. Lay two speakers at my feet. Wrap some headphones around my head, and rock and roll me. I forgot it is this. the new TV. But when I'm dead. All right, That's very cool. Mike, what are you handing me? Candy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, cage eating, we're going to get um, cage grunts, yes. Someone oh, returns have like an opening text or something. We did have an opening crawl right there. Another movie plays in this movie, we will have that. This is a brand new card that I have. Ooh. Wow. Um, I got a lot going on in this card, I'm just trying to study. he's on the phone or at the beach or shaving. Oh, I have a bad one. I drew bad, guys. <laughs> You'll be our Walter White of the episode. <laughs> drew bad. I love the font. Like, that's the first yeah. thing that struck me, the font. Yeah. A Panos Comatose film. Th- this movie, and, and we'll see through, like, it's so inspired by vinyl, like, it, literally, and also just, like, the it way... It looks like the way old vinyl sounds sometimes, if that makes sense. No, I but, hear you. like, a great soft fuzziness. Vinyls, you know? Oh, right, right, yeah. It's like a... I totally see what you got, what you mean there. It's a little... Do we ever, um... I mean, maybe we'll see where this takes place, or just we know it takes place in a wooded area. Uh, I don't know. That's actually a really good question. Like, I have my drink on the floor, so just oh, okay, yeah. keep an eye out for that. Oh, we got two viewers. Hello, viewers. Is Cage ever shirtless in this? I guess we'll find out. Uh, he's pantsless. He's pantsless. He's pantsless a lot. Yeah, but I don't know if he's shirtless. No, I mean, they cut his shirt. You know. Yeah, that's not shirtless. No, it's not yeah. shirtless. Wow, this is going to be interesting. Here we get our first hints of nature. I hope you can hear us. Can Facebook Live hear us? That's what we're hoping for. It would stink if it's just video. Oh, they're hearing us through this probably, right? Yeah, no, it's that quality. Oh, so it's probably poor? Well, it is what it is. 
No, it's usually not that bad, honestly, from from my experience. On okay. PS, I love Hoffman. Also on the Cage Club Podcast Network. Ooh, hello. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> CageClub.me. That's CageClub. Lumberjack me. Cage. Right here. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Um, Who looks most like this cage today? What do you mean? Who is the you. most... Yes. Because <laughs> you've got, like, the That's full beard and the, <laughs> yeah. the bad hair. It works. You know, the distance behind your eyes. <laughs> There's definitely nudity in this. Gambling? Mm. No. Well, Russian roulette is kind of gambling for your life. One could say that. When we get to the scene, we'll make a proper assessment. Helicopter. I've got a lot. I've got a lot here. Visible you, tattoos. Do you ever have helicopter in this? Uh, helicopter There's is... There's one right oh, there. Oh, helicopter. Yeah, I have helicopter on my card. <laughs> I have airplane, not helicopter. Oh, that's too bad. Twin Peaks connection, they're in the woods. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Again, you go mean to pine slash games to pick this up. Wow, we've got a bad one in New Orleans. Let's see, um, are there going to be any overreactions? In nah. This? School? Yeah, definitely. Cop build? So I saw before Elijah Wood, yes. the producer, and yep. you told me this is like not that random. He's part of Spectre Vision, which is Mike's friend. Mike's got a friend who oh, works yeah. for Spectre Vision. That's right. She's got credit in this movie as well. Executive producer Lisa So Whalen. she knows uh, Elijah Wood. Yeah, well, yeah, they're like really good friends. Oh, and, cool. Um, I mean, I kind of know Elijah. Like, I've talked to Elijah Wood. Like, he's always a fantastic so, like, it's not, he's, I feel like he's pretty accessible for being as sort of yeah, big as he is. It's just funny that like my one of my best friends from high school ended up marrying someone who is now an executive producer of a Nick Cage movie and like there's photos of Elijah Wood playing his banjo that I used to play in high school and stuff, so it's just kind is of funny. Is this one of the dads? It is. It's the guitar player. Oh, My wow. Five Dads? Yeah, it's one of My Five Dads. Oh, yeah, my so Five Dads connection. His wife yeah, is one of the executive <laughs> producers. Yeah, I know. It should be on the card. <laughs> you want to hear something funny, though? I was going through the old uh, EP. We used to play, in between songs, we used to do Summer Lovin'. Nice. So I totally forgot, but I'll, next time I'll give it to you uh, next time I'm on. We can play that. That's great. So we would do it as like an interlude as we were getting ready to like decide what to play next. So guys, if you don't know Mike Manzi's high school band, My, My Five, Five Dads, Dads. we, uh, we kind of dropped a single on the Class of 1984 <laughs> episode of, That's uh, right. of a high school slumber party, so you want to check that out. You're going to keep doing that, right? Every time Mike's back on, you're going to drop some kind of song yeah, as, yeah, as long yeah. as Mike has you know, more songs to do. So at least like seven or eight more Are you queued up for another episode of his show? No, not yet. I'm still waiting for the call. <laughs> I've got a, It'll be soon. It'll be I've soon. got a stack of movies ready. Oh, here we go with the our Shadow first Mountains, Mountains, Mountains AD, 1983. Shadow Mountains is a beautiful font. He has a really cool truck in this. And I'm not a truck guy, but like... I'm not a truck guy, but I want a truck real bad. I want to become a truck guy. This uh, poor truck doesn't you know, make it through the film. Nope. It's, Spoiler. Uh, Again, you shouldn't be listening to this if you haven't seen the movie. Which is weird since it just came out yesterday, but we're doing a live stream about it right now. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. We have one fan, uh, Eliza or Elizabeth, I think. She's an Eagles fan. She was super happy in February, much to my chagrin two weeks before. But she saw this last night. She loved it. I think she might be the the viewer right now. Question mark. Unclear. Okay, no. this is the first time we see Mandy. Did yeah. you know this was Mandy right no, away? No, I had no idea. I also wonder if her name is actually Mandy or if that's a name that they give her. Hmm. Like, you know, like Sister Mandy. You know what I mean? Like, mm. they, they, they we'll have to see if he cult. ever calls her that. Okay, so a woman finds, attractive woman finds Cage irresistible. You think? I, you think she's attractive? I was going to say, she's like, okay, well, do I find her attractive? You know, yeah, but like, um. She reminds me of the girl from The Shining. What was her name? I again? was going to say, she looks more like that, you know, like. I mean, she's or, not like. I mean, she's not, not ugly. No, I was gonna say like she's not like you know, um, 
like what you would typically see, I guess, like attractive. But I don't know. Oh yes, I got religion and spirituality on mine. Oh yeah, I mean yes. I'm not gonna cross off an attractive woman who finds cage irresistible. By the way, crossed off cage driving. We saw that. We sure did. I see a path to victory for me here. Cage runs, <laughs> cage starts running, overt sexism. Oh, wait, does he drink alcohol? This? I forget, only an hour or two ago. Wait, you don't remember his alcohol <laughs> The best scene, scene in the movie, maybe? Oh, man. Oh, I, I see a path as well. You oh, know, man, it's a, subtitle, subtitle, Mandy. So I guess oh, her name is Mandy. Check, yes. titular lines. This is where we first no, 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 not yeah. yet. Oh, what do you mean not yet? You said a subtitle, it was like her line. Oh, 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 I thought you said, said, said her name. Well, I wasn't looking no. up, I was looking down. So when when do you think this is just obviously it's a stylized choice? He's a director, but like, is anyone seeing these colors? Not, I mean, yes, we are. Well, you know, I think it's just to, okay. to invoke like the mood and yeah, well, they take it's a lot way of, of establishing tone. And I also do yeah. feel like there is something going on in the sky. Like, I don't know if that's the Aurora Borealis. I don't know if well, that's... We're not even sure, like, where we are until the end of this movie, and even then we're not even sure where we are. See, on these scenes, I was like, Cage looks a little bit bulky. He does, yeah. but although the rest of the movie kind of looks normal. And and the lady playing Mandy's, like, very thin. Yeah. Too. Like, it seems intentional that he's... Bigger? Like a bigger Frankenstein. I mean, he's also a lumberjack. Right. Yeah, so yeah, he should lumberjack. And he should lumberjack. He's lumberjacked. <laughs> I want to see Andrea Riseborough plays Mandy Bloom. Oh, she's really pretty in yeah, no, I saw in real life. I I mean maybe I find her attractive in this. I don't know. Maybe I don't just this, but in I'm trying to find. I'm trying to look. We have to we have of. to tweak this and just change it to like a woman finds age. No, because that's not the that's not the well. I guess possibly, but like yeah, look but, at her real life. Yeah, she's gorge. I didn't see this. <laughs> <laughs> I di- I didn't. I didn't create this game, right? Mm-hmm. But when I read the question, how I interpret it, like if I was appointed to the Cage Club Supreme Court, and okay. I'm uh, interpreting this, whoa, there's whoa, that whoa, sky, whoa, there's whoa, that whoa. sky, yeah, uh huh. I I see it as the Council of Cage Club. <laughs> <laughs> when you say an attractive woman, I don't say do I think she's attractive. I, I hear you. I think it's convention, like conventionally attractive. Yeah, because we, I mean, that line came from like a 21-year-old gorgeous stripper finding 53-year-old yes. drunken, <laughs> drugged-up cage, like, irresistible. Yeah, yeah, no, and that that, that makes sense. And yeah. This woman's been in a ton of things. She's, I think, the, the, the main woman in Oblivion with Tom Cruise. She's also oh, yeah, been in she, Birdman. Makes sense. She's been in uh, eight episodes of Bloodline. She was in Nocturnal Animals, which this I hated. Shot reminds me of the Endless. A little Battle bit. of the Sexes, Death of Stalin. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's good. She's actor. in Waco. She's oh, in Battle the of the Sexes. Things. She's the hairdresser, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, she's the the partner. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow, they make her look so. Uh, in this, where she's here, got yeah. like the eye scar. She got yeah. the two different color eyes. Was that the? Um, it looks like it's from damage, not from like mutation. Though. So obviously we're gonna play regular bingo, but correct. When I'm here, I also like to play the long game, the blackout bingo. Yeah, I like that shit because that's my only shot. I, like shot a lot. I also don't know that she finds him irresistible because like they're married. You know, it feels like they're they're yeah. within the co- the context, the confines of a relationship. Yeah, there seems to be something more intense going on between them, but mm, I'm not gonna belabor the point. I'm not I'm not dwelling on it. I have I have another strategy. Many ways to win. Mandy ways to win. There you go. Right. Facebook Live. Hey, we got. Oh, I thought that was. Um, no, it's just me. Mm. 
But remember, this stays on the page so people can watch it later. It doesn't like disappear. Oh, cool! I'm so oh, I'm really so glad. Is yeah. there a way to erase it from the page? Yeah, you just delete it. But it's not Snapchat, you know. By the way, we have to cater to our audio audience as well. So you you can be doing three things, right? Right now, you could be watching the film, which you should be. Right. You're watching on your computer on Facebook, right? And you're listening, perhaps on another on your phone, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> or you could just be watching and listening. Like, it depends on the audio quality of this video. You know what I mean? Like, we're yeah, not I wish... near the computer. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are going to watch and listen just through one medium. But if you want the true audio quality. If you want to recreate what we did here tonight, get a couple friends. <laughs> I wish I could hear what we sound like. Buy Mandy on Voodoo. You know, we could have tested it, but it's, it's you know... Why, when have we ever prepared for anything? I mean, I said this as a as a joke. We should stream this on YouTube, a reaction video of us first watching. <laughs> but here we are. Hey. when Brian, when we first did Cage Club, right, we're like, okay, cool, we're going to do it. We're going to start on August 1st or whatever, right? And I think the first reviews <laughs> came out August 2nd, and the first podcast came out August 3rd, right? We're like, three a week, cool. Did we give ourselves any lead time? Nope. No. When did we record the first episode? I think July 30th. Like, <laughs> yeah, like two days before We did it went not up. prepare a single thing. We're not really ready for the rigors of we being just, a podcast. We're like a dog chasing cars. We just do things. <laughs> and it now, seems like an omen. The Empire is built on the back of Nicolas Cage. That's right. Yeah, so, you know. Do you, like is. so, I, I was telling you I was reading some Nicolas Cage interviews, and he doesn't yes. seem to be happy with the, his the meme, meme, whatever culture and yeah, Cage rage. Well, th- and I mean, that's really what inspired us to start Cage Club, right? So, do you think he'd be unhappy with you guys? No, because I, I hope so. that if he listened to us, which I don't think he has or ever will, he would know that we are more interested in him as an actor than him as a caricature. Right, yeah, like, I'm more interested in his abilities as an entertainer. I don't, I'm not into, like, him as a meme or stuff like that, as, you know? Like, I mean, we love that stuff, but, you know, this is actually what we talked about. That was, this was a big, big thrust of the Bargain Record interview that we did, that we've Mm -hmm. talked about on this a couple times, is like, you know, we love Vampire's Kiss, but, like, we're, we've seen the movie. We don't just know, like, the alphabet scene or him getting crazy in front of Alva. Like, you know, we, we know the context of those things. Yeah, and and from reading the interviews too, like he, it, they were enlightening for me because he actually has a process which you guys have discussed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just like him being the cage rage. It's not random. Yeah, you know. Yeah, random. he's calculated. It it might appear random in stuff at times, but that's because of his and it, it's ability. artistic. It's which is, I think a lot of people would laugh at, but it's yeah. not you know the case. And I mean, we've talked about a lot about how. We don't think all of his movies are good movies. Oh, this we is think a... that with very few exceptions, he's good in all of his movies, but they're not all good movies. This is a super long shot. I like this shot the first time we watched this. So you're, you said you were familiar with this director? He did one other movie, did Beyond yeah. the Black Rainbow. I've seen Because it. back in like the 70s and 80s, there was this guy, Alejandro Jodorowsky, right? And that... Yeah, Jodorowsky's Dune. I mean, he did like Holy Mountain and, and El Topo, which and... are like these like real trippy movies that are like sort of very you know, influential for, like, this kind of movie. And so this guy, eight years ago, 2010, made this movie, Beyond the Black Rainbow, which was basically a modern-day, that kind of it's movie. like an homage. And I don't remember liking it a lot, but I remember sort of admiring it. And it was that is again. It was very interesting. Like, I definitely liked what he was going for. It sort of had, like, this nightmare fuel to it. Gotcha. Um, and very retro horror-type stuff. A lot of synth 
Yeah, just from watching this movie, this is not... I ask because this is not a movie that I know my mother would enjoy. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying earlier when we watched it. Like, I just think of my friend's parents watching this going, like, who did he marry? <laughs> what did he do? No, she's a, she's a great person. Like, it's incredible. Like, having known one of the people involved in this, like, it's, I, I'm shocked. Like, her other movies that she helped produce are crazy, too. Like, Greasy Strangler... Girl oh, walks, girl walks home alone at night. Really? Yeah. And what was the other one? Uh, bitch. This movie, bitch. Oh, I don't see that yet, it's but I want to. Crazy. Who so commented? like, that was. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, that's that's the. I think that's Elizabeth. That's uh, this. The first part of this movie is like a weird. What's it say? A U of Joe. I A U of Joe. I don't know. That's I think the. Uh, the person I was talking about before. Mm-hmm. The first hour of this is a sort of strange movie. Like, it's not really Cage's movie in the mm-hmm. beginning. You're saying it's more of like a, kind of like a home invasion thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like, as you guys know, first one, it's like a cold open for like 80% of this film. Yes. Which, it's not necessarily a Which is kind movie. of amazing. It's so It's unique. a slow build. Um, not a slow build, sorry. That's it's a slow burn. It, yes, yes. I love, I, I found it, like at first I was kind of caught off guard because I knew nothing about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. zero. Yeah. Uh, so I just wasn't ready for that sort of pacing of it but I really fell into it and really liked it and I think like it really helps service the second half of the movie a lot because like shit is weird for the first hour but stuff gets like insane in the second hour what do they call it when um like the main character switches in a film oh alternate universe for Joe oh yes 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 (laughs) well we talked about you know in the beginning and the end like this is a movie where he has a beard, he is mm-hmm. a lumberjack, you know. Yeah. Joe was his last, like, really woods. well-reviewed film. Right. This is sort of in that same vein, like, just keep doing this. <laughs> I, I You know, like, a change of perspective, like, a, I don't know well, if they, I don't know, yeah, I know what you talked about. Term, but, like, it's, okay, so if we didn't know Nicolas Cage, and right. we just dropped onto this earth, we would you definitely... You think it's her movie. Yeah, we definitely, we're not, because we, we know mm-hmm. Cage, and we're, like, waiting for him to be the main character, but if we right. didn't know that, you would think it was her movie, yeah. and then, holy It's kind of like Death Proof, too, where, like, the girls all die halfway yeah, through, and that becomes Mike's movie, kind of. It's got, like, a Dust Till Dawn-ish thing, where it just switches perspectives what drastically. Just, what did we just talk about recently? Oh, where that came up? Hmm. I don't know. We were, I, I cut a lot of stuff out of the Dunkirk episode. We were talking about Tarantino Cinemakers and what we were going to watch for that because we were like, he didn't direct Dust Till Dawn, but Dust Till Dawn came up at the end of that episode at some point. No, there was something... Oh, you mean because of a, we were watching something that shifted like that? Yeah, what the hell? So, I wonder if this is a real book. I wonder that too. And I mentioned while we were first watching it how, like, the font of the book titles reminds me of some of the fonts in this film. Yep. Well, so like, font I, cast. I, I mean, this this Shut doesn't up. have. I mean, I definitely feel like the Jodorowsky stuff, but I also feel like there's some Italian horror, like Dario Argento stuff. Like, I don't know if you saw Suspiria yet, but there's definitely some Suspiria vibes going on here, and there's also like that whole giallo type, you know, mystery of horror mystery of what's going on and I feel like maybe those titles sort of pay homage to the fact that this feels somewhat like a you know like a horror novelization or something hmm, that makes sense like she's in one of the books she's reading or something huh especially like okay and he didn't have the technology but again especially when it gets to the animated and later it really reminds me of like a Salvador Dali Oh, um, yeah. Or like even just like people like that, the um, just the expre- um, uh, 
Uh, Surrealist. Yes. You know what I kind of wish is, uh, about this? Surrealism. What I kind of wish about... Um, Mandy? The, the movie, but like... The opening text and her shirts... Like, it feels like it's going to be, like, a metal movie, and it's not. <laughs> you don't think this movie's metal? I don't, like, it's Dude, metal. that thing he builds? No, it's metal, but it's, it, there's not the, I don't think the score, I don't think the music aligns. Oh, it's no, very synth-heavy music. Yeah, it's more of like a... And we'll see this later. But like, I feel like that She doesn't like his song, because I feel Well, yeah, like that's why... Because yeah, it's not metal. <laughs> yeah, because he's like a hippie. <laughs> yeah. The movie I was thinking about before is The Crucible, which starts okay. out as Winona's movie, and then all of a sudden becomes Danny Day-Lewis's movie. Yeah, right. He was Danny Day L. John Proctor. That's who I played when we read it in eighth grade. Oh, really? You were the star. Well, we didn't do it like a performance, but I remember getting up on the table in English class and my teacher asking me to like, oh, why don't you come <laughs> back for like another class and do the same thing? I was so good. Oh, there you go. What was that? I actually There's started watching our live feed on my phone while oh, we're recording Oh, you should it. hold that up to the uh, camera, <laughs> and it'll be like an infinity. Maybe we'll travel through time. <laughs> and create, guys, like, the worst feedback of all time. Have you guys seen Eastbound and Down? Not oh, yet. yeah. Love it. The, like, okay. Oh, yes. He looks the, like the, the nephew? Yeah, the nephew. Like, yeah. the one kid in there. <laughs> Did you ever realize that, oh, I don't want to, it's not really a spoiler, but, like, he ends up kind of looking like that nephew by the end of the series? He dyes his hair blonde and everything. I never thought of it like that, but you're right. This is the pivotal moment for Mandy and the cult. Man, people don't blink a lot in this film. No, they do a no, lot of stuff. Ever, in does this. she ever blink? There's, There's a lot of stuff going on in this film that's not done in other films. It's not a beginner watch, for sure. I like all the. Oh, here we go with the second title card. Children of the New Dawn. Yeah, this is their cult. And you, you really enjoy title cards, Michael Mandy. Michael Mandy. <laughs> Um, I mean, that was my joke. Yeah, I guess <laughs> stealing it. I I like font, you know, font like, cast. Yeah, maybe, or just um, cool like yeah, lettering and everything. I'm always down with that. You know, I thought so. What's interesting? Not interesting might be the wrong word. I <laughs> thought this guy was gonna like need to eat the living to like regain life because mm-hmm. it seems like he's on the verge of death here. But he just maybe he's just tired. I thought definitely there was gonna be. Like, uh, spoiler, I guess, but I thought, like, he was definitely, like, feeding off of something that needed to be fed. Uh, The other thing I was thinking is, I had, um, I don't know, I feel like maybe Cage was asked to play this guy first or something, because I did listen to an interview way back in March when this came out, because my friend was on the panel, and the one thing he said is, like, he asked Cage to play some one role, and Cage was like, well, I want to play this role. And oh, then really? he was like, well, i got to think about it. And he thought about it for like a minute or something. He was like, of course, you can play whatever role you want. <laughs> so I wondered if he was going to have him play the cult leader at first. And then Cage was like, oh, yeah, the well, that's more the interesting only role. I would imagine. Right? Yeah, it's the only other real You know what role I wonder? You know, now that he's become like a movie star, like I wonder if like John Krasinski was considered for the hmm. Lumberjack. You know, like sort of like a quiet PlayStation. I don't know. Jeremiah is this guy's name. Right. Biblical name. Also a bullfrog from that religious. Oh, I haven't really been playing here. I'm just crossing off things that I know I'm going to get eventually. Oh, okay. I'll do that. I don't think I'm going to actually win, though. Again, go to caseclub.me slash games. Get a bingo card. Play with us. Play by yourself. Whatever. Um. 
I might not get bingo. No, I think I crossed off all the... A lot of things don't align. Oh, wait. You know. Title cards don't count as subtitles, or do they? Uh, Because it said the year. No. No. It said the year. No, I wouldn't consider that. The one thing that I need is that if Cage needs to grunt and start running, and I can win. Other than that, I won't win. I mean, I think that you're definitely going to get that. Does he run? I'm pretty Uh, sure he runs. At some point. Yeah. Not from something, towards something. I just have him start running. The peaches scene. Oh, wait, is there a notorious peach scene in this one? I kind of want to change peaches to peaches or other fruit, because, I mean, like, the joke is that it's peaches, but, like, peaches is only in, like, three of 80-whatever movies, so... Or we could just wipe it from from the board for a while, too. I, yeah, I mean, it's all random. It's all just chance. In Cageopoly, I feel like the peach would be one of the pieces. Pe- That's mm, more like... I feel like it would be, like, Park Place or something. Oh, I was going to say it would be, like, either Community Chest or okay, Chance. maybe, maybe. What would the pieces be in Cageopoly, though? Ooh, that's a really uh, good question. Uh, snakeskin jacket. That's a, that's a good one. Um, some Elvis. Woody Woodpecker. Thing. Woody Woodpecker. Maybe. An Elvis totem of some an sort. Elvis. Superman. Like, oh, right. A little Superman, Superman crest. The crest. Yeah. It's not an ass. It's a family crest. Oh, it's, it's, like, it's more like a river. Um, let's see. What else is there? Uh, um, a razor for shaving, of course. Yeah. Although he hasn't shaved in a while. He shaves in a lot of movies. I don't Certainly know. Doesn't shave in this one, unfortunately. Oh, a red sports car. A red yeah. sports car. Definitely gonna have that in there. <laughs> oh, I'm only like half on camera. The question is, you know, matter. what would Jesus do? That, but also, you know, what would be like the purple, like Baltic, Mediterranean, like what are the mm. lowest? Oh, that's like okay, the lowest like guarding tests and like that kind of stuff. And yeah, um, Amos and Andrew. People <laughs> like guarding tests, I think, and people well, like Amos and Andrew. People don't like the Bad Batch, if you can imagine that, like. Mad so Holly Gore. People are crazy. <laughs> Mad Holly. Well, I tweeted about Mad Holly Gore. I think I called her Mad Holly Gore in the tweet because she just does not. You know, we thought we were doing our friend a solid by giving her Kubo and the Two Strings because it's a great movie that me and I, that me and Mike love, and that it's all about Japan, and she loves that. And we're and then she's just like, I hated this movie. We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She really was like bulldozed it. Wow. Was shocked. I mean, I could understand. Did she defend it? I, yeah, you know, I went gotcha. to I go to bat for Kubo. I like I love stop motion animated stuff. So like it's already like I was already gonna like it, and then it's just really good too. So does anyone have Las Vegas? No, uh, I have New Orleans, which also doesn't happen. I've got my double Vegas totem action. I got the shirt and the mug tonight. <laughs> oh, I have like five Vegas coffee mugs. You gotta peel that thing off. Sip, peel, win. Uh, well, I feel like um, maybe the four spaces could be. Vegas, New Orleans. Oh, you mean like the train, the, the railroads? Yeah, the railroads. Oh, I want a free well, wake-up wrap. Look at you. Cool. Maybe we can give that away on the uh, Facebook Live. By the way, I, I'm counting this as overt sexism. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, the way he keeps a child bride, you mean? <laughs> like, that's what I like about I this. I thought she was pregnant when she like first came in the room the first time, and then I just realized it's just like a poorly fitting dress. I really feel like you could surmise everything you need to just by the way everything looks in this movie, mm. you know? Because people aren't even really saying very much. In I loved place. this scene because, like, it grounded me that this does take place in something. Some like, kind some of real, real place. world. Yeah. Despite the ending image. I don't know why I just think it takes place in, like, upstate New York for some reason. It could be, like, rural New York or rural Pennsylvania. It could be anywhere. Yeah. Like, anywhere. I, I was thinking the upper uh, panhandle. Or not the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. 
Actually, what I just realized is that when I accidentally started watching us do the Facebook Live, the sound sounded pretty good. So I mean, okay. I think we're okay. Maybe we should forget, ask forget the network Elizabeth just do how we Live sound. Now. Oh, you mean do it all this way? How do you tell where the viewers are? Uh, it just says at the top left. There's a little eye. Oh, it's a one person. Got it. Elizabeth. The dialogue oh, cool. in this scene. Oh, it's, it was an apple or tomato, not a peach jam. The dialogue in this scene is so uh, just eerie, you know. Wikipedia just says, "Oh, there's a chainsaw oh. behind her head." And her, oh, good. Very call. cool. Elizabeth says, "Yeah, yes, the the prego or poorly fitting dress conundrum." Yep. Oh. Uh, it's this, like the, every the, T-shirt. Of the Wikipedia fall. synopsis just says somewhere in the primal wilderness near the Shadow Mountains in the year 1983. Shadow Mountains are oh California. Oh, okay. So okay. okay, I didn't think that was like a real place. I thought it was just like a made up. Well, because you know, hey. they say Crystal Lake in this, but like that was actually New Jersey. Red Miller has fallen deeply for the deceptively charming Mandy Bloom. She's deceptively charming, I guess. We don't know any of this from. However, the life he has made for himself comes crashing down suddenly and horrifyingly. No, I don't think so. No, but I mean, he is read literally read by the end of the movie. And I think, so, yes. Yeah, and very frank. What a vile brand of ravaging cultists and supernatural creatures desecrate his idyllic home with the vicious fury of broken man. Red now lives for one thing only. To hunt down these maniacal villains and exact swift revenge. Fuck yes. So when Cage chops off that lady's head, is that considered compromising a woman too? You know what compromising is. I know, I'm joking. Is that him working out of a problem? (laughs) Hey man, not cool. (laughs) Is he gambling with his life when is he dancing with the devil? Ooh. I think there is in the dancing. pale moonlight. <laughs> There's dancing in this movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, don't cross off yet. We well, no, I'm just confirm it. doing everything uh, you know now, so I could just watch it or watch the feed or something. Oh yeah, I crossed off everything. I just need him to run and grunt, and I'll be good. Other than that, I don't think I can win. I don't think I can win either. So There's what? no school in this, right? Like, there's church. Take him to church. This is the weirdest thing. I like this part. This is some of my, one of my favorite aspects of the movie are these bikers. So when you first saw it, did oh, right, you... another thing. I love the van window up down and yes, the up and down yeah. window scene. Yes, we all chuckled uh, when that because uh, we were <laughs> we were just watching this in like stunned silence for the most part until that scene, and then like there was a little bit of like talking. After that, I was trying to get conversation going for most of them. I mean, I wasn't trying to be rude about it, but I was just like, we gotta, we gotta lean into this movie because this movie's kind of amazing. Well, I was holding back because I wanted to save it for this. Me too. I was just trying to let it wash over me for the most part. What's the guy in Gardens of the Galaxy with like the? Oh, Yondu. Yeah, or Mary Poppins, (laughs) y'all. Yondu. Oh, so did you? Did you? What did you think of these guys when they emerged first? I thought that they were supernatural, like, harbingers of some kind. You know, he blew, like, the magic flute and summoned the monsters. My theory, and I was completely wrong, were that they were in com- like, complete control, but they were like, uh, you know, like the M. Night Shyamalan, like, the village? Yeah. They're like people who just pretended they were, like, gods oh. and actually on the strings. Nope. <laughs> nope. They've actually... They're acid freaks. The hair in this film reminds me of the time period. Like, it reminds me that we're yes. in that time period, you know, because you can't get away with that. Uh, well, like, we were watching Firebirds earlier in the day, and, like, that movie is, like, pitch perfect as far as fashion goes for, like, 1990. Like, it's just, it's a time, <laughs> it's, like, a perfect time capsule. Like, that, the, whoever the wardrobe director was, like, deserved an Oscar. Yeah. 
this. You've got bad boards here. You know, this is kind of like a great... I mean, as we were going through, as we were watching the movie the first time, I mean, a little bit ago, I was verbally sort of keeping track of like all the different things we were checking right, off. Like, there's like, a lot there's of different thing, things in this movie. Thing, yeah. One of the off home. Cage Club Bingo. Yeah, one of the at-home players is going to win, not us. <laughs> a brand new car! <laughs> Oh, Dude. so somebody just started following me on Letterboxd, who her last four movies, or his last four movies, are Trapped, Bagger Vance, The Yards, and Waking Up in Reno. So somebody's what? on a Charlize kick. Very nice. Uh-oh. Well, they, you know... They got a podcast. If anyone's on a Charlize kick, I want to kind of steer them clear and off that path quickly. Maybe <laughs> maybe we could put just like a list of the worthy movies to watch. It's not her fault. No, I'm not saying it is, but I don't want people to sort of, you know, get stuck watching bad movies. Like, I feel like if we learned anything, it's to be able to tell the people what to steer clear of. Do you think it's cool or lame that they drive ATVs? Um, well, you know, I think it's very, they're very Mad Max to me. So I think that's just the whole part of it. Just they're not quite motorcycles. They're not cars. They're just something kind of undefinable. I kind of wish they were more Mad Maxy. You know, like like their outfits. A little more defined, maybe. It seemed like they just went to the Kawasaki dealer like yesterday and picked these up. And they also, they're all, well, a lot of this movie is about that, but, like, they're just shot in silhouette, so we never get, like, a clear look at their, like, that's the clearest look of this guy, knife dick, <laughs> then nail face, or nails all over my body, and it's Snake Man, I called him Snake Man. You're very good at this, Mike. What's that late put night? Yourself in, <laughs> put yourself in the mind of childhood Michael Manzi. Okay. Who are you most afraid of of those three? Uh, well, I don't know he's got a knife dick yet, so I have to say no, just the, the, the dude with all the nails coming out of him. He's, like, very pinhead, you know, but he's got him all over his body. Oh, speaking this these guys remind me of now uh, Weird Science, <laughs> the Mad <laughs> Max bikers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That's a great That's a great high school slumber party movie. We'll definitely like, that's a movie I definitely watch, like, at a sleepover also. <laughs> really? Yeah. the girl's name in Weird Science. Kelly LeBrock? Oh, uh, Lisa. They make Lisa. Lisa yeah, Kelly, Kelly LeBrock. I was thinking. Are you going to do that for your podcast? Of course. Weird Science. I watched that recently, like, I guess like six months ago, maybe. Ooh, is that the acid? It's great. Hmm. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, that's the acid. It's the, yeah, it's the supernatural. Right, juice. and look, he's going to drink it. Oh, so they're like really, they're like really hooked on Uh-huh. Yeah, Cage only has like a drip, and he's yeah, like, he puts Ugh. it on his tongue, and he freaks out. His face his melts face off. Melts off. <laughs> we'll talk about it more in that scene, but he makes a lot of questionable decisions in that scene. I think one decision that was completely not questionable that he definitely did and should have done was make that axe when we get to that scene. <laughs> that is just oh my god! I mean, I have questions about it. I do. I get it, but I have questions about it. Anyone want any free munchkins? People at home, free munchkins. Are they the sponsor of today's episode? No, well, the guy at Dunkin' Donuts just gave me a whole bunch of free money. He, well, he asked if I wanted real donuts. I said, dude, it's a little late. Not for coffee, but for donuts. Another movie plays in this movie. That's a, this N.K.H. Eats. This is a big scene for Bingo. And Visible Tattoo. There's Visible one in his tattoo. hand there. Do you and know what movie this is? No. Uh, no, but you know what movie I discovered through Pantos Comatose? Turkish Star Wars. Mm, yeah. I got a, a, couple years ago. a copy of that because I read it in an interview with him. Uh, after the Black Rainbow movie, the uh, they so, screen it a lot. When you watch a Star Wars at, at Alamo, they'll throw oh. the clips before. It's kind of hard to get through. The cantina scene's great, and <laughs> and um, the opening is awesome, but uh, it's a lot of nonsense. Come on, so his shirt 
foreshadows a later tiger. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's right. I like that tiger. It's very much like a tattoo flash or something. I'm not sure if it's a... uh, We were discussing this, if it's like Detroit Tigers or Bengals or something, because I don't know if the inside of the shirt is really dark blue or black. But to me, it just seems like an 80s shirt where it's just like an... It's just a graphic tee. It doesn't... It's not related to anything in particular. It's just something you'd find at at like a Spencer's or like just a Kmart or something. It's very good quality. Well, it feels like something you would buy at like the kind of shop that she works at. You know what I mean? Like just just like a a shirt that you have. Yeah. Like a yeah lumberjack. I kind of like that. There's only like what maybe ten people in this movie. There's like the four bikers. There's like four cult people basically, and then there's the two of them, and that's it. And not a lot of dialogue. No, the people who talk. Oh, and Bill Duke. All oh, right, and yeah, and the, and the dialogue. A lot of it isn't very intelligible either. So or just yeah, which is kind of why I'm glad that we have something else on because there are a couple things that, especially toward the end, where the woman was talking about like how she's like a, a, an ultimate lover, her sensual lover, or whatever. Where I was like, what is going on? That's Predator cool. Lost Tribe. <laughs> Lost Tribe. Lost Tribe. <laughs> Get it right, right. Oh, new Predator movie's getting hit hard. Yeah. All over the place. Has anyone seen it? Dan, Dan saw it, and uh, I, I, you know, I, uh, I value Dan's opinion on stuff. He was one of the first kids I met at Ramapo regarding film and everything, um, and uh, yeah, he wasn't too impressed, unfortunately. This is horror. Yes. This is total Cenobite stuff, like Hellraiser stuff. But again, I'll say, I said it when we were watching before, I'm also getting like a Phantasm vibe, just a whole nightmare thing. Uh, there's a lot, he's pulling from a lot of 80s horror. And not just like American stuff either, like I was saying. Like definitely, I feel like the color and stuff is like very suspicious. And we get these vinyl marks occasionally between scenes. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was just my TV or if those were intentional. But I no, think but you got a new TV. It's a good TV. I know, so I wasn't sure if it was just like adjusting or something. And then I think I, I was like, oh, that's like in there for a reason because I didn't notice it earlier when I was testing it on other stuff. But it's almost like you see the grooves of the movie. Yeah. Oh, so oh, Elizabeth there goes the fact Elizabeth kid. just tweeted or tweeted half an hour ago that she is using her computer to stream both the movie and our Facebook Live side by side. I think so. <laughs> That's dedication. That is dedication. Wow. She just she's obsessed with this movie, which rightfully so. Sweet. I think you saw it in the theater, right, Elizabeth? I think uh, she saw it last night somewhere. Okay. You know what's funny? Um, we were gonna like we got tickets. We each, Joey and I, bought <laughs> tickets to two separate shows at the yeah, Draft House. Yeah. And in different cities. In different cities. And then when we found out it was VOD, we returned, like, everything. <laughs> but the Draft House in Yonkers yesterday experienced, like, a water main break on their oh, streets. Really? So they had to, like, shut down for the afternoon. Well, tickets would have been for Thursday night at Yonkers. Or, no, at, at Brooklyn. Oh, oh right. so Yonkers had it or Brooklyn had the main Yonkers main and, uh, Yonkers had the break. Oh, but we, oh, so, so we had the tickets for Brooklyn Thursday? On Thursday okay. and Yonkers today. And Yonkers tonight, yeah. We would be in Yonkers right now. Now watching the movie, just, yeah, just started starting. just about. Yeah, we would be we'd be at the same spot basically, and we're already almost halfway through our yeah. second screening. So, <laughs> VLD yeah. baby. Oh no! Yeah, and that's eleven o'clock start time, wasn't it? Yeah, Jesus. And if it would have started at eleven o'clock, who knows? And now yeah. you bought this. I mean, you own this. You can now watch I this infinite it. times. 
Yeah, and because I figured when we get the Blu-ray, maybe we'll do a giveaway for the digital code. That slap was jarring. The first time I saw it, I felt it. And so she's got the rope in her mouth here, and Cage is going to have the barbed wire in his Ooh. mouth later. There's a lot of, like, parallels. Oh, Co- yeah. Couples who yeah. gag together stay together. <laughs> or, you know, get burned well, to a They're not crisp. gagging together, but couples who get gagged by cult members separately stay together. Now, like I was going to say, that slap was really jarring, but when I think about, like, what happens later, I, I can't believe I, like, jumped back in my seat on that slap. <laughs> well, that's what I mean about, like, the pace of... Oh, here's where they drop acid in her eyeball. Like, this will fuck anyone up. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't realize it was acid until you said it. I was like, what are they putting in her eye? And I just... To be honest, like, it just... I wasn't even positive. It's just I assumed it because I just... It felt like where they were going. I didn't hear anything about this being like an acid trip movie or anything, but here it is. And what is this insect? Well, we have any entomologists out there? I'm telling you, if you look up, if you look up, uh, I think it's called the hornet vulture or something, but there's a bee out in the desert that is enormous. It looks like it preys on tarantulas and birds. Why are they doing that to her jugular? Does that somehow increase the acid flow? Maybe. I think it's... I don't think that's based on anything real world. Like I'm, try, I'm trying to, like, put it together in my head. Like I think it's symbolic. So, like, getting stung... That's the cherry on top. ...by the... Like, for the rush. I don't know. I don't know. This movie takes... There's going to be a lot to analyze in this movie. For sure. Maybe by the time we end up doing the actual episode, I'll have, like, better insight because I'll have watched it like five more times. <laughs> Are you really going to watch it five more times? Well, that's an exaggeration, but I intend to watch it, you know, at least once or twice. I mean, at least once more for right. the actual review yeah. and maybe once more. Will you watch it while watching the art commentary? <laughs> well, can I, well, can I somehow have a conversation with my future self? <laughs> like, set that up? Do this half of that conversation now? 69! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, those movies were both on today, too. I watched a, a little bit of those to test my TV. Oh, by the way, today was the uh, 20th anniversary of uh, the TV show premiere. It's also Ed Solomon's birthday. Oh. The anomalous co-writer of the movie. There you go. Crazy. It, it's funny, so, like we said, Mandy's story is most of the movie. Yeah. But that's not the part that's called Mandy. No. No, <laughs> I know. I love that when that happens. It's oh, this scene. This scene's amazing when the two faces start blending together. When we'll get to it, but did he expect like her to be into him? Yeah, I don't think he. He definitely didn't expect to get laughed in his face. I think that's his thing. Is like he sees what he wants. He he doses them real hard, and then they just have no. Like, that bends their will. Like, he gives his little speech, and that's what's worked so far for everyone else. I love this shot, because it's, like, very, like, Manson family, or, like, you know. Totally. That's a great little pickup there. This, I feel like, is what all of Beyond the Black Rainbow looks like. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, Suspiria. Oh, she said something else. What What else did Elizabeth say? The monologue is so good here. Agreed. Yep. What's this actor from? Batman uh, begins. Batman, he's Batman's dad. Besides that, okay. Like, so yeah, I know he I mean, he looks like Tom Hiddleston a little bit to me, but he's not. And he's in he's in some other stuff. Let me look him up. 
There's what like, I, now on this watch, I'm like, I know him in a movie that's not like he can look at us actually looking stuff up. What I love about this is just her when she just cracks up, just yeah, like he's trying to be so like powerful and intimidating. I'm like, worship me. Ugh, I hate arrogance. And then he just starts like jerking off, and she's just cracking up, and he gets real butthurt. <laughs> Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look okay, at me. Linus, Linus Roche. Uh, the Chronicles of Riddick, really? Uh, nonstop. What do I know him in Vikings? Taken on a plane. Roach. I thought I knew him from something big. He's in Titanic? What? Oh, different Titanic. This is what Facebook Live's all about, folks. Huh. Oh, yeah, that is it. I just did, literally did the same exact, like, uh, ty- like he's in Titanic? I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking of him from. Maybe Law and Order SCU, like when it's on TV. Oh, not that priest. Vikings, like you said. I don't know. Oof. Again, the magic of this... This scene. As a, as a guy who likes vinyl, I was like, I was trying to figure out if that was a real album. I can't read what it says either. No. It's it just him, right? Like just, this uh, yeah, is his it, music. It's revealed that it's him, which I love that, right? Because even uh, Charles Manson was like a failed musician. Um, it's like a it's like a recurring mm-hmm. theme in like cults. Hitler was a failed painter. Wait, yeah. you said Manson was a failed musician? You didn't? Have you ever heard of the shitty release from prison? Oh. You, you call <laughs> that a failure, sir? No, shitty just release kidding. from prison. <laughs> Okay, he's less famous as a musician. I know. You, I'm joking. You, you I'm are joking. A, a devotee. But. No, I'm just. I didn't even know he was until Kurt Cobain informed me. Not personally, but like when I was into Nirvana, I read an interview with Kurt Cobain, say, and he's like, taking that night, "Well, they were like, who's your influence?" He's like, "Well, Manson," and I was like, "What? Charles Manson made a record? What? <laughs> Michael Manson? Michael Madsen? Michael uh, Mandy? <laughs> Charles Mandy? Charles Mandy?" I wonder, like, how do you, how do you, like, actually physically edit this so that, like, there's such a blur effect and that there's, like, you know... It's, like, After Effects stuff. It's, like, digital effects and everything. This is so beyond, like, my pay grade. Beyond the Black Rainbow? Pretty much. Why do you think he doesn't take the, uh... Oh, I'm sure he's dosed up like crazy. I think because he's, he's not like monster like. Like, well, I think like you get monster like with that one. Oh no! Like oh, if you that become one. addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah, but Cage just has a little bit of a, and he becomes almost. Well, they're doing. I feel like they're doing regular acid. And yeah. No, for sure. But like the gray, the gray goo. Maybe like. Oh, know, this is the weirdest. This maybe is the, the weirdest shot, shot in the yeah, movie where her face overlaps with his. This is a really successful effect, and it's just like a. A blend, like there's nothing even really. I do you think they consciously pick people with like similar shaped faces and bone structure? I mean, I think that definitely is something to do with the success of this shot. And they do look more like, but again, she doesn't look a lot like that at all in real life. So maybe they tried to get oh. them closer to each other oh, in some way. Sense. Yeah. 
Because I, I like to look at the eyes, or I, I was like concentrating on the eyes. And she has the heterochromia thing, but I think it's because they're. I don't think it's mutated. I think it's because she has the, the damage, yeah. like Max. Yeah. Max Rockatansky. Yeah. Rock, <laughs> rocking that tan. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys believe that I mean I do right off the bat but like that he actually believes this stuff or oh he, yeah he's not like see no I, definitely where am I <laughs> spirituality okay I put that <laughs> freaking out over here Brian you think about acid it looked like you lost your wallet for a second <laughs> you're like imagine someone in the back robs me but um no what I was saying though is like in cult films, there's always that like, it, does this guy really believe it or not? It's oh like a, well, so I don't, honestly don't know. Like it, it never really matters mm. if the leader believes it because as long as everybody else believes it, that's all that really oh, matters. But you know what makes me think it's all bullshit? And he knows it at the end when he's like begging for his life. I'll suck your dick. And he's like, oh, so, like that is like the last resort, right? Like that's when you know you're full of shit when but you like, do anything to survive. And we'll get to it, but like when he he snaps. That and then he, then he snaps back into the arrogance, though, right after that. That's true. And when he's yelling at himself in the yeah. mirror, it's a tough. It's a tough call. He's truly psychotic. Like he's he's definitely got like split personalities, egotistical. I mean, yeah. Look at the way he dresses. He think he looks like Jesus. You know. Well, he believes he, he's. Well, he believes he's better than Jesus. Like the beetle. he's a beetle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's they were just bigger than Jesus, not better. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, because he even. Oh wait, wait, wait there's that's a great it. shot. It looks like he has the Jesus like spire coming out of the back of his head and everything. Like, yeah, the shining light. We're gonna get some frontal male nudity, which is nice. oh yeah, not my favorite part, but hey, equality, all equality. Yeah. You know what? Maybe if this has just been more general, in general, it wouldn't be so like upsetting to see every once in a while. If you notice the like the bald guy in the background is like slowly sipping coffee, <laughs> like he's seen this so many times. Well, there's so many like really long takes, and like this movie just really takes its time. That uh, I wonder how many house. takes they did. Is yeah. this their house? Yeah, it's their house. Yeah, I, n- I just in. never like paid attention. Yeesh. There it is. You think it's real? Probably. Or, uh... It's what acting's all about, right? This is like the stuff you dream to do. Get naked and full frontal for a guy. It's bravery. <laughs> it's just a little... What's funny is how he's like not even that well endowed, and yet he like... That's like, arrogant. That's exactly. The no, that, the yeah, that's the... Yeah. But like, again, I don't... I don't understand. Like, okay, she... Well, that's... I think that's good. <laughs> I don't understand I think either. the part of it is that, like, you know... Well, this is this is just the best. Just her laughing. Oh, God. Yeah. It's like... I think he's he feels that he's at the point where, like, he's proven his worth to her. And he's going to present himself to her, and she's going to be just so receptive to him. That, like, oh, this is what I want. Like, this is... This is what, you know, is right, or whatever. Huh. Is he pleasuring himself? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I just wanted to be clear about that. <laughs> and it's making her laugh even harder. <laughs> this is so... It's so crazy. This is uh, P.S. I Love Hoffman. 
callback. Uh, is it? Remi- well, it reminds me of um, what's the movie? Damn it, the Adam Sandler one. I can't. Adam Sandler films from Hoffman. Yeah, um, it's a P.T. Anderson film. Lose oh, Ma- Magnolia. No, no, no. Oh, no. no. Oh, oh, Punch oh. Drunk oh. Punch Truck Love. Punch Truck yeah, Love. Sorry. Yeah, that fills me off. Sorry about that. Shut up. I'm over shut here. Up. I'm over here texting. Oh, <laughs> oh, from your intro, from your opening. Yeah. Shut, 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 yeah. shut, shut up. That's, I was only thinking of the intro. I couldn't, like, pick the scene. Yeah. All right. We are back to Cage. Visible tattoos again. Yep. Now, this is where we see the, the almost... Like, there are a lot of, like, Christ-like images, you know, obviously because of the religious element, but... I mean, he's got the long hair. Well, he even talks about, like, you know, Christ on the cross, like... Yeah. That's when he, when he stabs him in the side. Yeah, they didn't, that's that's uh, that's very, like, that's a big religious thing, right? The, the yep. symbolism, the stab, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I forgot that happened. But he, plus, he pours liquor on He pours the vodka on him, on his side. He drinks it, drinks it, drinks it, pours it on both hands, drinks it, pours it on the side, drinks it. I keep leaning out of... Because okay. I look... I, I don't know. I'm not very photogenic. I hate the just guys. I just hate the way I'm being portrayed on camera. I can't wait for the people who just listen to the podcast episode to just hear us complaining about the way we look on camera. <laughs> go to go to facebook.com slash cage club to watch this archived video. Well, again, to keep if it up. Just listen to the podcast episode and not watching the movie or the Facebook video. You're doing yourself a major disservice. Here's Cage. He's got a bit of like a, um, um, oh, um, like a glam rock kind of thing going on. Who's, oh, definitely, um, like the makeup. Yeah, but I want to. I'm, I'm thinking of the guy. Um, damn, um, the class of 1984 soundtrack. The guy with Alice it, Cooper. Alice Cooper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though he's blonde, even though he looks. No, but the, the eyes. The, he's the Alice Cooper. The eyeshadow. Yeah, and then I guess Alice Cooper mixed with Iggy Pop. Yeah. Who I actually like Iggy Pop a lot. You know, this is this is we were talking about this between movies where, like, you know, she kneels down before you see that he's going to play Russian roulette with her. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it, it that's gambling. It's like he's going to make her go down on Cage. Did you win? If this is gambling, <laughs> Russian roulette is totally gambling. Of course it is. What did you win with? What were your five? I got a free space one. That's why overreaction. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not all of them happened yet, so I didn't technically win. Okay. Right. But, but I'll tell you right. what, and if they don't come up, then I don't officially win. Overreaction. Yep. Flashback. We get flashbacks later because he remembers her. Yeah. Oh, At the very, very yeah, end yeah, of the movie. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. So free space, gambling, yep. Yep. visible tattoo. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, but we'll see if it comes. So if he grunts, I think he's grunted here. You know, he grunts here. If he runs before he remembers her. Oh, uh, Mattiello joined. There. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Um, I love the question. Russian roulette, is that gambling or not? Well, I don't know what the creator's definition does it have to involve money? Does it have well, to? I'm, no. Like, Russian roulette is gambling game. with your life. There's no, like. Yeah, but everything's gambling with your life. But I mean, just like roulette, I mean, it's in the name. Roulette is in the name. True. True. <laughs> Good point. So, um, is this a magic? There are a lot of magical, like, talismans in this. And yeah, stuff. the flute. The, uh, there's that rock. That, like, yeah, the rock whistle. This knife, and they're always green light flashing on it. Too. And if you notice, it came straight from the abyss layer. So right, I guess there's all weird real hell in terminologies. Yeah. Either that, or it's shit that they all made up because they're like Manson people that are crazy. You know, like yeah, I could I could talk about how I you know 
got my vest from the lair of the brown slug, you know. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, you know, me and the eel god are, like, <laughs> as close as Crimson Knight. You, you came up with that fast. I don't know. Is it's just because it's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they definitely all got like these trippy eyes and really dilated pupils. Good casting, looks wise. See, this is where he disses Jesus. Yeah, his cruciform. Jesus Christ. <laughs> a little Harvey Keitel Judas in this movie. Do you think he knew he was puncturing him in a non-critical area? I think so, because I think he wants him to bleed out. I think he, I don't think he wants to kill him. I think he wants to make him suffer for whatever reason. Yeah, they want I think to... he also wants to leave him alive so he can watch his wife burn. Yeah. True. I don't think Chris has seen this movie yet, so we're like, you know, we're spoiling it. So Chris, if you're still watching slash listening, sorry. <laughs> Chris, I think, would like this movie, actually. He told me that after they do their their quarter their quarters or their midterms or whatever, yeah. they're gonna have a mini cage marathon, including this movie. Good idea. That was inspired by the fact that we found out that it's on VOD. Okay, good. So he's gonna watch it soon. I think it sounded like, you know, either the end of this month or maybe sometime next month. I hope that Fury Code worked too, because Fury is a great movie. So I was reading best job I ever had. <laughs> I was reading uh, <laughs> in between how I was much. about to do the chocolate bar line, but I'm so she's in there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she's in the. And I had said during the movie, I'm like, I wonder if she's actually in there because you don't see her face, but turns out she was. It's a yeah. bit of a tough, I don't know, it's not a cheap, but it's a tough conceit, the idea that we never see her going actually put in the, the You think bag. it's a cheap conceit? You're just like, it's okay. I mean, I'm not, you know. Very much Game of Thrones rules I live by. Like, if you don't see the person actually dying, they probably didn't yeah, die. Yeah, you're a stickler, you. Uh, this isn't that kind of movie, though. This is very subjective, like weird as shit. What I was going to say, though, in, in the in-between, I read that uh, Cage really likes the VOD thing. He said at first he was skeptical, but now, one of the reasons he likes it, he says, is that they're, according to him, and they might not just be telling him, like, you, they don't know how many people download the movie or watch it, so there's less pressure to have to perform at the box office. Oh, so they just don't give him the numbers? I, they must not just give him the numbers. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. Okay. But, you know, he, he's, kind does, of he's an artist. He does this for his art. I would wear that shirt, and I would have that beard. Should we turn that light on, or no? Is it too late? I mean, it's no, no, it's fine. Okay, don't overthink it. You, yeah, you're no. overthinking the visual component. We're, we're, we're audio guys. Yeah, we're this not is just a silent. I know. We're trying to branch out. <laughs> this is not how we branch out. <laughs> well, I mean, this is how you put your toe in the water. A little, a little dip. Ah, I'm trying to show people. My Test that hot tub. Too hot in the hot tub. Are these Munchkins fair game? Yes, dude. What, that's what I've been saying since I got them for free. I know, free. but like... I said, who wants some Munchkins? I got these free Munchkins. Everyone looked at me like, ew, munchkins. I'm going to have a delicious Munchkin from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> By the way, I don't know. Munchkins, maybe that name, mm, a little offensive these days, Munchkin? Or no, no, don't overthink it, Mike. <laughs> you should call them delicious things. I'm good. I had one before. You guys could... have the rest of my you coffee. Want I'm good now. I had like two before, and I'm just going to have some coffee. Ugh. Ugh. Watch Cage watch his wife get burned alive. And he's in extreme pain, so like, he's not even thinking about his pain. He's just like, this is the worst. And this weirdo asshole. We were saying before, like, she burns so completely. Like, that must Mm -hmm. be like accelerant or something that they pour on her, not just gasoline. You know what I mean? Because like, it is... 
of a temperature. I mean, they even say later that you know that she burns so bright or whatever. But like, I don't know what happens because like she is just ash, like ashes. Yeah, not even bones, just like ash. So believe it or not, not the first time I've seen someone lit on fire in a in a in, in a uh, sleeping bag on camera happened what? in a Friday the Thirteenth movie too. Oh, yep, Jason put someone in a sleeping bag and like knocks him against a tree and then it lights him on fire and I, everything. This shot of this guy is like, oh my god. <laughs> and then the, this guy looks like he walked out of Gummo. Yeah. What did like, Elizabeth say? Oh, look at that! The, ooh, they're coming in hot. Uh, the sleeping bag death also happened in Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> sleeping bag is a big part of my show, High School Slumber Party. That's right. I asked my guests what sleeping bag they would Yeah, Brian, if you knew party. you were going to Slumber Party to watch this movie, what kind of sleeping bag would you bring? Ooh, good question. Probably a cage one, and I'm going to go Ooh. with... Oh, I would wear... I would bring a... Like a Black Sabbath one. Well, that's cool. Sort mm. of like the shirt that she's wearing. That's like, you know, she's wearing a Motley Crue oh, shirt so more, for most okay, of this. thematic to the, to the Yeah, film. I mean, no wrong answers. I would do more of like a woodland design. Okay. But... You wouldn't bring a plaid lumberjack? If I, if I was going to come here and we were sleeping over and watching this film... Yeah. I, I, I want like a... Um, a Raising Arizona, Nicolas Cage, just like his picture, and the back has like the... No, sorry, the inside oh, the lining shot? is like the print from the shirt. Oh, okay. The Hawaiian... The, yeah. The red, I like that, the inside lining. I might, because of this, I might try and get one with a big tiger on it. In real life or in imaginary worlds? No, if we were doing, no, like uh, a, a sleeping bag with a big old yeah, tiger. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cage. Bearded cage. There are a lot of great cage images in this film that you could just, like, screen cap and... I think he emotes in a way in this movie that we haven't seen in a while. He really goes over the edge a couple times that I I feel like I'm seeing stuff, generally seeing stuff I haven't seen before. Like, he hasn't dealt with a lot of, like, loss or grief. I mean, he had, you know, his daughter kidnapped and stolen. He had his son go to the beyond the place in Bay of the Ghost. That's right. You know, but, like, I feel like in terms of, like, knowing, losing a loved one... The aliens took his kid at the end of knowing, and then the whole world blew up. <laughs> Didn't he lose a plane in that Christian movie? Left Behind? Left Behind. Um, he, he lands a plane in Knowing. No, he doesn't land a plane. He's just by a plane that crashes. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. So talking? he was in a Christian movie and yep. uh, an anti-Christian movie. Or this is a, pro, or this is, is this a pro-Christian movie. No, Could this be. is not... Uh, I have a well, feeling well, this is not pro-religion, but... <laughs> no, but okay, but uh, like a good Christian, I feel like, would, would watch this and be like, you know... That's like bad. Like that's not how you. You know what I'm saying? Like the, mm. this is like false idol worship. They're worshiping this guy and not. No, I hear what you're saying. I think you know. I don't know. I think this is really on point with all that kind of stuff, and it might offend religious people because it's like too honest. Like it's too accurate to a degree when it comes to fanatics and fanatics. Fanatics, yes, but nobody sees themselves cultism. as a fanatic. You know, they're not walking Extremism. into the Vatican here, and, and like, no, it's happening. No, but, like, there are these atrocities being committed in a church in this movie, and then he burns the church to the ground as the hero. <laughs> but I feel like a real religious person, again, we're just, like, no, I know. Yeah. would be like, oh, you know, like, that's why other sects are bad. And, oh, of, yeah, because you know, no they're like, intolerant. Oh, I'm, a, I'm in a cult. Like, <laughs> No, well, I mean, I think that just comes with, like intolerance and there's a lot of that in religion and especially in like so here we are like about an hour into this movie and there's now Cage's movie like the first hour is not his and now it's his are you watching baseball 
I am. It's, it's a really important inning right now. How rude. How rude. <laughs> it's a really important inning. We're on Facebook Live. The entire... Um, What's his name is watching us from from Facebook. What's his name? The Mark guy? Zuckerberg. Yeah, he's or, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Damn it! I would, I would I meant to say the actor's name who plays him. Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg, and that yeah. was going to be the joke. Jesse Eisenberg's watching this right now, <laughs> and you're watching baseball. I'm watching Cage too. Have look at the screens. You're four screening it. Five. Well, if you're all, yeah, I guess. This is where we see her chart up. Her charred remains. Him picking up her skull and it just disintegrating the ash is just beyond heartbreak. I mean, this is already pretty devastating, but, like, the fact that it goes beyond that, you know, it's just, like, who boy. Who darling? Oh, I forgot he's in his undies. Oh, yeah. No pants for a while. And again, I don't think he gets shirtless. Coming up, a great scene coming up. Pantless. really reminds me of like those like Pompeii remains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Now you got to get really, it's got to burn really hot, I guess, to... Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, I think yeah. it was like accelerant or some kind of like, or whatever it's just whatever mysticism. Or the fires of hell. I mean, there is definitely, you know, they are aided by the, the great below. The great below. He I'm who watches. <laughs> Wait, what was that in Cabin in the Woods? Is there an actual name for the thing? Oh, yeah. I, that which lurks below or something. How does he... Um, I mean, how do they believe that they're, like, on the side of Jesus, but, like, essentially hang out in hell? Well, I mean, hell's a very religious place. It's like, very, But it's a very flawed, like... Cult. You know... Yeah, I agree. Like many cults are, I suppose. I think that's the whole problem with cults is that their points of view are extremely fucking warped. <laughs> like, would you say that you're in like a Nicolas Cage cult? No, I think we're you know it's Stockholm a club. syndrome. I think we're in a Cage club. <laughs> we are in a Cage club. Hey, yeah, get it, get it right. Cage cult. <laughs> like we don't charge people to like buy literature. That we wrote, you know, yet. yet. <laughs> I was going to say yet. I'm going to see about maybe teaching a class in Cage up at Ramaphone next semester. You know, the, the literature is done by our friend Nick Cagepedia over in Spain. That's true. We do contribute to Nick Cage literature. And Lindsay Gibb did write a terrific book about Nick Cage. I saw her shrine to Cage in Toronto when I visited her. No pictures allowed? Uh, well, I mean, I think there's been a picture. You know, it's also, she said it's also kind of a shrine to her because she got her book. She right. got the, some award that she won for the book. Oh, here comes the cheese commercial. The goblins. What? It's goblin, goblin good. Like, I think he's just kind of tripping or something. It's a riff on children's advertising, too, of the time. You know, in the 80s growing up, there were a lot of stupid cartoon uh, commercials for selling food to kids. I get that, but. Other brands. Goblin. I also just like a world in which, like, Goblin is a brand for mac and cheese. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Vane Cheddar Goblin. It's Goblin good. Everybody's on their phone. I'm the only one watching and talking. Come on, I'm guys. just... This is... This is I just... This is I've been related. waiting all day to, to make this text. To, so I've been waiting to hear from this person. So, Sorry. It's like 11 at night, and you know what's going on, so whatever. Yeah, I know. Cage passes. It's called a 
What's it called? A turnover where the movie keeps going and the audience isn't aware of it. Yeah, yeah. So my sister, my sister just texted me. She said she's at a quinceanera, and she went on Facebook to see that we're doing a live video. She goes on, and I'm just on my phone. (laughs) That's your brother. Whoops. Yeah, it's your brother. Um. I met your sister once in Tobin's office. I was up there to talk to him about something, and she was there. And I met her then, and I was like, oh, uh, it was before we did Cage Club, too. So I didn't even, like, we weren't this friendly or anything. But I, I was like, oh, I'm, uh, I, know, I know your brother. She's like, hey. This is All maybe right. the best scene, one of the best, yeah, better, better scenes in the movie. What a beautiful built set. It reminds me, this bathroom reminds me of, like, Kubrick big time, like Clockwork oh, yeah. or something. Good call there. I love the little lift under the toilet. Mm-hmm. That mm. little step, the little riser platform thing. I love whatever this special. like linen closet is in the bathroom. Um, it's all gold. <laughs> I can't wait to see how they do his subtitles in this scene. Oh, this is Cage grunting. Yes. So I just need running, you know. Yeah, and then you beat me. Do you have a path to bingo? Unless, unless uh, the flashback. You have the up and down bingo. Oh, I have <gasps> bingo. Wait, but, but is it not? Is it not happen yet? Let's see. No, because dancing is like the last shot of the movie. Okay, so you guys are going to win at the same time. Yeah. If he doesn't run. <laughs> I love this. And you don't have the cartoons as a flashback. Mm, I don't know what it is. It's like a flash sideways, it's man. It's like a dream sequence. So do you think that's real vodka he's doing this with, and that's why he's, like, screaming and everything? No, I don't think so. It's just because he's not really cut. He's an actor, man. He's just that good an actor, man. I know he's not really cut, but, like, still, you take a couple swigs of vodka, and you're going to start screaming. How many package shots do we get of Nick Cage in the uh, in the Cage Pantheon? How many package shots? Yeah, oh, no, junk. His junk. Um, yeah. Well, he's definitely wearing. I think in Family Man, the movie starts. He's wearing like black tidy whities Oh yeah, as he's like singing, or is he playing opera in his apartment? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He definitely gets some package there. Um, we see. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like it pops up. Every once in a while, because that's just the thing about him. He's, he's he's down with just being exposed, you know, like whatever. No pants on. That's vulnerability. And that scene right there, that's like, I feel like people are gonna like. That's the scene people are gonna point to and be like, you know. But they half of the like, people are gonna be like, oh, look at him, like it's so crazy, it's stupid. And the other half of the people are like us are gonna be like, that's perfect. It's just like awesome. in context, crazy. especially if you watch the film, you don't just watch that clip. Yeah, this was a nice surprise. For this me. is a great scene. Did you know he was in the film? No. Uh, yeah, no, because he said that in the, in the opening. I, I pointed even pointed out. I said like, oh, oh Bill true, Duke. true, true. Yeah, um, I forgot you'd said that. He looks kind of thin in this. Actually, he, I just always remember him being like a much bigger dude. Do you think this exists in the same universe as Predator? <laughs> well, he dies in that, so he gets blown to bits. True. That's, well, yeah, everyone dies. <laughs> No, except, Arnold. Uh, Arnold. Except Arnold, Arnold and, and the, the, girl, and the right? lady, yeah. So now he's wearing the 44 shirt that we thought was maybe just hers, but we later find out. Probably the day they met. Yeah. Oh, he's got the goblin cheese up there on the nice. shelf. Nice, good call. Oh, cool. My computer sounds like it's going to explode. I just did that. Oops. Cutting me out. I'm not trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Got it closer. Look 
the fat kid cutting through cake. What does he call his crossbow? I know he just said it. Did, did we ever? Did we catch it or no? Damn nobody, it, nobody's no. paying attention. No, I'm paying attention. I just wasn't looking at the words. He has a name for it. Yeah, well, I don't remember. Great dog shot there. The whimpering dog throughout this entire scene. This is kind of the funny. season. I can't believe we actually went through it doing a Facebook live stream tonight. <laughs> It was your idea. Well, I know, but I mean, it was. I just kind of threw it out there. I didn't think you'd really be like, "Yeah, pick it up and." Let's do I'm down that. for whatever. Just the three of us and Elizabeth watching a movie together. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna watch later, maybe. Who knows? Possibly. Maybe they'll get a, a their own uh, VOD version. We're kind of VODing right now. What do you well, mean? not right now, but later it'll be like a VOD. I'm just a, doing this because. Right. How long was your Facebook Live that you did from Chicago? An hour? Yeah. Because this is going to be a two-hour video. Ah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, because this is a Because a two-hour movie. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised much? this movie is two hours. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. You know, Facebook has infinite storage or whatever. But, like, I'm sort of surprised that maybe like, this feels like the kind of movie that could be 90 minutes. You know yeah. what I mean? The fact that it's a full two hours. Because there's so many long takes. We're not at Mandy yet, right? No, we haven't, we, we haven't gotten to Mandy yet. Mandy's dead, uh, but we haven't, we're not at Mandy so yet. So again, this is all the cold open. Yes. Could it, could it work to you as a short film just from the Mandy on? Um, I, I would... I would. It wouldn't be a satisfying. It, it wouldn't be a movie, you know what I'm It would saying? be what the internet wants. Mm. Yes, there you go. That's, mm, that's there a really you go. good point. And what I feel what like... Cage I, doesn't want. And I don't think I... I don't think that we deserve that without the first half of the movie. You know what I'm saying? I think you gotta go through that first half to really so, so you experience... Like, you like the slow burn. Right? Yeah. Because I, I had a feeling watching it, I was like, alright, I, I like this is taking its time. Like, I have a feeling the second... This is there, this is like kind of split in two kind of thing. Like, the second half is gonna be something a little different, and it was. It's much sort of like more accelerated. Much more happens. It's. I always bring it back to wrestling, but it's like a, in a good... Long, like pay per view, like a Ric Flair hour long match. Yeah, like an <laughs> hour long match. The first couple, uh, you know, like the first ten minutes is just like grappling and chops and punches. You yeah. don't want to see finishers in the first couple of minutes, you know. No, and you're not. Gonna you don't even want to like get up on the rope. No, and then just builds, builds, builds to like a fever pace. But it's not. It doesn't feel the same if you just start with a fever pace. Some people like a fast paced movie that starts right away, and I can appreciate that at times, but. I like I like a slow burn. Speaking of wrestling, did you see the picture? It's like Ric Flair's wedding. Oh my god! All those pictures were so. Like and the Undertaker's double man. fisting, oh, a drink yeah. in one hand. He's got two drinks in one hand. <laughs> did you see the one with him, the Undertaker, and Dennis Rodman? Hold on, we need to uh, we need to pay respect oh, wait, to the fact yes, that he's here we go. Oh, yeah, his yeah. silver axe. Right maybe now. maybe the best scene in any Cage film recently. <laughs> this is incredible. Certainly, this. I mean, for, no no hard feat, but best Cage movie of the year so far. Um, but one of the best <laughs> scenes in Cage history here. I have it roughly on the you know the top at the end of my top ten, sort of just outside maybe my top ten Cage movies. I mean it's it's I feel like it's kind of unfair to rank the newer movies to the older ones because like I think we're so starved now for movies, and when well, they're good, us, we think yeah. that they're better than they actually kind of are. But this one actually I feel but like this one actually is. It. Yeah. But like also like Army of One like I think is really funny like Mom and Dad is really fun but it's at the same time like are those his best movies? Like well, I don't I, I, I mean 
Army of One, I truly, truly think is hilariously hysterical. Like, I just love that movie and what it says. The G? The, the G. Uh, it's coming for you. Um, but, you know, I hear you say, Mom and Dad is just more fun. And, yeah, you're right. We definitely are, are a little different than the rest. It's, we're so highly anticipating every cage movie. That is just Beautiful. This kind of looks like I don't know if either of you ever played like Dead Rising. Oh like, yeah, games, like when you sort of craft, like you go to like one of the, <laughs> the tool moment. benches and like the craft. Second, oh, there it is. We're right. at Mandy. An hour the title 15, screen. Hour fifteen in, we finally get the title screen. Title, title screen. So yeah, sixty percent into the movie. Here we are. Um, yeah, I love that in Dead Rising. That's the second one, right? Where you like craft stuff. The second, and the third, and the fourth, I think. Oh, yeah, well, cage I didn't driving. Know. People have that, even though Wait, you already did. Cage that. driving is yep. I didn't. Even, they made a dead. I stopped after two, three, and four. Yeah, I might have to try part three. I don't know why I'd have to try it, but I think there's also like a three pack for the PS4 where it's like uh, Dead Rising two, and then there's like two sort of expansions or like sort of twists or whatever. Mm. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Where, where do you think he was inspired to make an axe that looked like that? I mean, he's a lumberjack. The axe is I feel like maybe from... Honestly, maybe from one of his wife's books. So this is oh, how I, I feel like they're... Or album covers or something. Yeah. I feel like maybe... You know how she's a illustrator? Yeah. I feel like oh. he's probably an artist, too, of some kind. Like I thought you were going to say from his wife's illustrations. Well, it could be from her illustrations, but I'm thinking he does, like, woodwork or metalwork in the Let's garage. Let's see that post-credit scene and see if, like, it's if in the axe is in her drawing. There are things like that in there. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth and, I, and anybody else who's listening, I don't know if you stayed through the credits, but there is a post-credit scene. drawing of him and a couple of drawings at the very end. Like, no, no dialogue, nothing else, but just something worth sticking around for. Um, have either of you seen The Devil's Candy? No, no wait, I mean, wait, have I? Devil's Candy is Ethan Embry. Uh, came yes, out. yes, the guy yes, it's very ones. metal. Wait, he's got the beard. That's what I yeah. kind of, like, that's what the sound, I wish the sound was like in this movie. I hear you now, yeah. Like that, because it's just like, I mean, the guy is like obsessed with metal music, like, that's like part of the story, but I just feel like the visuals are all metal, the, you know, it feels it, it just, I don't think it sounds it. I hear you. I hear yeah, you. it has more of like the, and I don't mean classical, but like, Classic kind of movie score, like. iconic. Here's another. <laughs> here's another world. I hope you it's realize that fun. every time now that I, now that you know your your podcast, you you emphasize so much in the beginning the iconic. Every time I hear that word, I can't hear it other than you saying it. <laughs> I'm glad Even if you're not saying it, that, that, that's, that's like your <laughs> thing. That's your that's your catchphrase. Yeah, I don't know how it started, or I don't know, but I but it, I feel like as time goes on, it almost feels like you're like waiting more time between the <laughs> I and iconic. Probably. I kind of want to. I kind of want to know you're how like, long um, you can wait. It's like your legend, <laughs> like Barry, five years, or like Barry yeah. from How I Met Your Mother. You ever see that? Where yeah, no, legendary thing. That's exactly how it is. Actually, not on purpose. All right, we got another one of our animated animations. Thing. This looks like the uh, Watchmen animation. If you ever seen the Curse of the Black Freighter, hmm. it's only in like the super deluxe edition of Watchmen or whatever. Oh, here's where he's tied up for. He's captured again. It's funny because, like, has like a saw kind there's of such a little tease, right? Like, you think he's just going to, from now on, it's going to be batshit crazy. Yeah. And he, he does one move, essentially, and he's captured again. Because it kind of goes through its uh, three new three new acts. Like, there's that mini act we just went through. Now, this is sort of mini act two, where he's, like, got to escape again, and then he goes on the uh, on the attack. Yeah, and it's, it's, again, to bring it back to wrestling, it's sort of like when they're, like, hinting at showing, like, that finisher move and they just don't land it and then 
That's always the best with the guys, like, because they all have their taunts when yeah. they're about to do their finishing moves, so they walk around the ring, like, taunting, <laughs> and then the guy, like, secretly gets up behind him with his back turned, and as he's about to pull the Classic. finishing move, the other guy just, like, decks him. <laughs> I do like the uh, geographic implausibility of the fact that he's just, like, sitting behind an endless pit. <laughs> What's weird though? Okay, so he can knock. He eventually he's going to knock this guy into the hole, right? And yeah. then like later, he kills the guy in the front of the TV. Then he kills another guy, and the second guy he kills out there. He's like, "You ripped my shirt." Is it this guy again? Does this no. guy come back? I, I believe so. Does he? Oh, I thought that's it was what like, I thought too. So he like falls, and then so I guess it's comes not back an up. endless pit. I guess it's just like to the basement or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll see in a check. second. I yeah, I called this guy Snake Man. I don't remember if he was. I'm the also guy not sure how back. Cage is turning the thing because he's not actually. Like well, twisting it's like his arm. It's almost like the other ha- part of the handcuff has like a grip on it. Yeah. Or <laughs> well, maybe it's like super tight. But oh, oh, oh. I mean, because in, th- in theory, like if you're handcuffed, you can sort of like sort of turn it and kind of grab it, and then yeah. you know what I mean. But it, that's, that's not what he's doing. I don't no. know. He's just like. Also, for the record, I don't mind. So, you know, <laughs> in a movie full of things, this is not <laughs> the most implausible no, thing I hate that happens. It now. Cage crying if you everyone has Death Wish uh, reference. Is Cage gonna run or is the Cage not gonna run? I don't remember. I I feel like running happens a lot on films and in films, so This is the second movie of the year where a um someone tries to get someone escapes by trying to get them to break a pipe like this. Second movie or second cage movie? Second movie. What's the other one? In solo? When they, oh. when him and Chewbacca oh. escaped the pit, like they kept hitting the pipe until it breaks. It's like the same thing. Yes, I mean that feels like he's dead. Yeah, totally. But I don't think he is. Well, also I was thinking about this as we watched the first movie. I think again, willpower questionable. But I feel like you like the strength. I could pull a nail out of my left hand with my right hand, but I don't know if I could pull a nail out of my right hand with my left hand. <laughs> is he? I think Cage is a righty. But it's the character. Maybe the character is ambidextrous. Oh. <laughs> Barefoot cage. He looks down. I guess he doesn't see anything. Oh, endless pit. Okay. Don't trip. They, they must not have good hearing, too, because they're all in this house or near it, right? And he's, like, having... Well, I mean, they're all doing their own thing, too, right? Like, the other guy's doing a mountain of coke or angel dust or just remains. We're not sure even what he's doing. And they're all tweaking on acid anyway. <laughs> Again, I love how this is a man with, like... He doesn't have a, that many weapons, right? Like, here, because they've taken it away from him. But he's, like... He sees that, like, rusty box the cutter. Box he's cutter. like, I'm going to do this. It's something. <laughs> I think the pipe would have been. I would have taken the pipe. But this cuts. So who are they? I don't know. I think those were just randos. Randoms. Hmm. Victims. Well, I like because we see that the guy has like a bloody ass. Like he got fucked to death by the by the oh, knife dick. Oh, that's it, yeah. Uh, God, that's, that's what I was thinking the first time. Like we don't know what that is. Mm. But then we come out here and this guy does his mound of either cocaine or Human people remains. dust. Ugh. And, and then his yeah. you know, needle dick gets <laughs> like <Soylent> cocaine. <laughs> his needle dick. It was yeah. made out of people. <laughs> they didn't change the recipe. They said they would. There's also a lot of porn in this movie. Like this, this like we see a lot of this. Mm. 
Like, that's not Coke. I think that's... Yeah, Jesus Christ. Like, is that just attached to his dick? No, I guess? It's, like a, it's like a strap-on. <sighs> Maybe he lost it in, like, the process of dehumanization. Oh. And he puts that on there. Maybe. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know either. I just wouldn't want to keep being around at that point. <laughs> I wonder if that's an actual porn or if that's something that they made for this movie. Like, do you pay the rights or do you pay two people right. to have sex and you film it? No, I think they've definitely, like, there's, like, it's really easy to get. It's probably easy to get like, older stuff like that, yeah. yeah, out of license and stuff. Like, pro- there's probably stuff that they, like, don't even know who made it. I, mean, I like, I, I guess I don't really notice that he was, like, up against the TV here, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's, yeah. And here we go. Oh, there we Oof. are. Just splashed all over. Getting his new... I was wondering again here, you know, like if this guy's any illnesses, you know, he's got like the permanent acid face, you know what I mean? Like, oh right, if he just yeah, no, that was like yeah. if cage left maniacally, here we go. Although I guess you know your wife just died, he doesn't care if he dies, you know what I mean? True, like, true. Yeah, living ran, through ran this isn't the, it doesn't seem to be the priority. Living through this, Oop. again, this guy hates pornography. Oh, so you think this is the guy who fell down the pit? Because he says here, you rip my shirt. Yeah, it is the oh, same guy. Oh, it is guy. the same guy. Wow. Okay, so he just... Wait, but that's weird because Cage went upstairs after that. the puppies there. It did. On the calendar? Yeah. Ooh, that was awesome. Finish him. That's still, like, the way that the camera jerks it's there. Foo. Yeah. yeah. And now he's going to do a whole this bunch is, of coke. This is a very questionable decision because, again, he doesn't know what that is. It could be also, so many things. It doesn't matter. It does because you want to focus on your task at hand. It could be something that unfocuses you. He doesn't know what it is. Are there any white... I guess heroin would down you. Yeah, I remember when he took it by accident in, in uh, Portico, New Orleans? Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was doing coke and he did heroin by accident. So he finds his axe. And then I mentioned this while we were watching this. Who delivers to this house? Uh, I don't think they're delivering. I think people... I think the biker gang is going to pick up... They anytime pick they pick up in the ATVs looking like that. Anytime they can Pizza boxes, those, Chinese food. Anytime they drive those ATVs. Oh, the smell of that place. Oh, God, dude. So, yeah, that's one thing I think of lately, like, watching movies just like it must... Like, in the context of the story, like, it just must reek. Like, especially with, like, prison movies. Oh, my God, I can't even imagine how bad prisons actually smell. Smell is, like, the hardest thing, I think, to depict on... Oh, yeah, on, on camera. Because, like... I, it's the one thing you can't, really. Like, like just like, oh, it smells bad. You know, that's the only thing you can do. Unless like, taste is easier to... So, John Waters once... Did when polyester came out, he gave everybody scratch and sniff cards, and then on the screen <laughs> it would say "scratch this and smell now," and it was supposed to smell like what they're seeing. It's pretty cool. Smell of vision, right? Yeah, something like John Waters, always the innovator. Oh, and there, then this, there we go. Like, this is the acid, the gray acid. How does he know that though? He like, doesn't. He's, in, he's just like oh, what? oh, he oh, was told. Well, he's heard about it. He was told about it. Yeah, right. By Bill Duke, right? Yeah, Bill Duke. Right. So they made him yeah. this stuff. So it's going to make them even, like, superhuman and demonic. I still wouldn't trust something in a gray jar that's been sitting out there amongst the Chinese food dishes. No. But again, he's a man with nothing to lose. This is the greatest. (laughs) Very like Peter Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Sledgehammer. See, that radio tower has something to do with it, right, guys? Because we see that at the end. Yeah, that's a good point. There's definitely something up with this place. 
What I do like, I mean, in terms of the music, is that the opening credits were by King Crimson. So, like, that's, I guess, metal as this mm-hmm. movie gets. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I just wish, you know, even of the era, just like, you know, because mm. a lot of Sabbath could work still, here. You know, what, it, you cool. know what, though? Like, it sounds like feedback loops and stuff like that, you know? And to me, that's that's just as metal. Like, yeah, I, I would. I, if, okay, if they were going to go that way, I would have wanted them to be, like, harsher feedback loops, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. But, uh, you know, I understand why they didn't want to populated with popular music either like you want to kind of get expressionistic of what's going on in his head through the soundtrack and everything you don't really just want it to be pop songs hmm. that's fair I mean maybe, you know I don't know I, I'm glad he went this direction I like if that's the case I would have probably even wanted even like more of a minimalist soundtrack you know mm-hmm But this is also like his thing in Beyond the Black Rainbow is a lot of just like synth chant okay. and stuff, and and I think you know it's very much in right now as well. I don't know how this guy lives through that. Mm. He's no longer and not only human. lives, but is able to put up like a hell of a fight here. You know what I mean? Like he's bleeding yeah. profusely. They must not all have the same biology, all three of those guys, because the, the other one kind of bled through here. And, and they're definitely something more there's something else something else is definitely happening in this movie that isn't clear Cage still does not run actually he's limping I don't think he's gonna run I don't think I'm gonna win cause he's more in like a stalker mode he's methodical although I guess it depends if he's running away if he if he like, sort of scrambles away runs away like while he's fighting that might count oh man it's so exciting to see us yawning on air it's even more exciting to hear you point it out <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean they're gonna see it no, no way, but they wouldn't see it because they're listening. I get it. <laughs> it's all very new to me here. Just pretend the Facebook Live isn't happening and just that we're recording a Cage Club Revisited. I keep looking over there, though, like every couple of minutes. <laughs> just to make sure I have a reflection. And, like, the, yeah, it's like a too aware. <laughs> Classic Brian thing. If there's food on the table, Brian eats the food on the table. Get this away from me. Get this away. Hide it, hide it. Sorry, I'm eating a donut for no, those just listening. It's fine. We're... We just watched this movie twice in a row. You could <laughs> Brian, did you listen to the uh Call New Orleans revisited that we did or watch the Instagram video I posted where when we recorded that with Kyle, Kyle ate gum that was thirty years old? No, I didn't even know. We that opened happened. up I brought a couple packs of cards from like the eighties. Like I brought like a Bill and Ted pack and I brought like a mm. pack from the Dark Crystal. And Mike went in his class and he opened a pack of uh, Superman 3 cards, or Superman cards or whatever. Wow. And in there was a stick of gum, and we're like, Kyle's like, oh, I'll eat it. We're like, no, you're not going to eat it. He's I like, no, more. watch it. And so I recorded it, and he like, he like puts it in his mouth, and then like, it cracks in a sound that I've never heard in <laughs> Sounds like before. his tooth chip. <laughs> Ooh, we got another head here. And he oh, like, he, he just coughed, and then it just, he swallowed it, because it was just like, it just dissolved. <laughs> But he's still alive, and that was months ago, right? So that I mean, that's that was the day that we recorded the or we did the Bergen Record interview. Gotcha. He was here. He showed up toward the end of that. You know. Yeah, he, I forgot to listen to that one. Well, I've heard Kyle talk about that movie so many times. Not not in a bad way. It's just like no. I mean, it's a great films. movie. And he loves it. Yeah, it's like really one of his favorite films. So I, I, I forgot oh, that it happened. This part here is in, is fantastic. <laughs> Him lighting a cigarette off the burning skull of the demon he just 
beheaded. You know, his eyes in this movie are really, well, really powerful. Everyone's eyes, I think. And that's but, a look I don't think uh, he's he's given before. But he's definitely, again, now he's like, he's had a little bit of the goo. So he's like part demon. Very small amount. You think? Yeah, because of the, his voice at certain points. Okay, that's fair. You know. Huh. That's valid. I don't think it's like going to last... I don't know if he could cycle back into regular society now, but okay. So I don't think this he is the can. Radio tower. And I also don't think that he wants to. No, <laughs> so it goes back to city. Like, living. how do you go back to living after you've lived through this? It, I do kind of love here that like Lizzie the tire just runs away. That there's no confrontation. He doesn't have to like. There's no like figuring out a way to. Also, it's it's insinuated or said that like the tiger is high as fuck on acid. So like <laughs> the fact that it just walks away is kind of cool. I also like here that the guy doesn't try to go down in a blaze of glory. Like I guess he must sense through his ESP of acid that Cage isn't a direct threat to him. Like this guy is not Cage's enemy. You know what I mean? Right. He's just a chemist. He wants to live, but that's a lot of acid. Look at all those blotters and shit. Like, I don't know if you guys ever tried it, but I did in high school. And, like, one of those little squares was all I did, like one tab. But I've had friends that had done, like, five at a time and stuff. I just, I couldn't handle it. It was too much for me. Well, you bought from, uh, and this sounds like we're buying drugs, but it's not, but you, did you buy from Mondo when they put out the Bad Batch? Did you buy the extra blotter tab? No. I have that. Because there's blotto acid in that one, too. You know, there's just the whole... What's Keanu? The dream? The dream. I wonder if Cage was supposed to play this guy. I can see Cage as this guy, too. Oh, that's a a good call. That's the shot right there, though. That was it, yeah. I mean, this is a very, very small role. I could also see him as the cult leader, you know. But I feel like this is also the kind of role that... A few movies ago, the last couple of years, when he was the lead of like really bad movies, yeah, that were like, why don't you just be in better movies and be smaller parts, like he is in Snowden? Like Snowden's not a great movie, but, he's but great, Stone's yeah. a well-made movie, and he's a great character that's only in a couple scenes. This yeah. would have been like, you know, even if he wasn't red, which I'm glad that he is red because it's, it's, I love this movie because of that predominantly. I could see him <laughs> in this role really, really well. You know what this guy reminds me of? Did you guys ever see Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. So you know when Hunter Thompson's telling the story, he's in the men's room, and uh, he walks in, and some guy, like, dropped acid, like, all over his arm, and he's like, what's the problem? He's like, I just dropped all this acid. And he just, like, licks it off his arm, and this, like, really square businessman walks in and sees him doing it, and it just, everything's talking in slow motion like this, and there's <laughs> acid involved, and it's just really weird third party sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. <laughs> oh, he could just feel it in his soul. He is. He does seem sort of tapped into some higher level of consciousness or higher level of being. You know what I mean? Like that he somehow, whether it's through the acid or whether it's through, like, well, you could the feel. Cult. Yeah, I'm sure he's just emanating. The cosmic um, darkness. Mm-hmm. It's worms around what? Oh, that's not just at his feet? Yeah, like yeah. those big giant mealworm thingies. But I don't, they're not really there. I think he's just seeing it. Yeah, right? yeah. like, Can you see Honestly, that? who knows? <laughs> yeah. It's really... How many times does he trip in movies like 
Porticon, New Orleans, this, like Vampire's well, Kiss. In the interview like, I was reading, he says he loves to take those roles because it lets him explore physically his performances. And really tap into his potentials and stuff. I mean, one of the coolest, it's a really small thing, but we saw videos of him recording voiceover, recording the animated lines for the, for the cruise. He's just like in a sound booth, and he's using basically the whole sound he's booth. He's like, like this. He's like, he's like gesturing and like acting and acting and acting. You know what I mean? And like, I think a lot of people could probably do the same kind of voice work he does without moving, but he's just that kind of performer where he's able to this just so use Lisa that. so Lisa Frank, by the way. Like a Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, but you're, yeah, like that Tigers makes total sense. Like, who are we talking about Trapper Keepers with? Was it Shawnee? And she's like, I have no idea. Oh, no, no, no. It was. Oh no, that was Kyle talking to his Instagram famous person. He talked about Trapper Keepers, and she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? She's like twenty two or something like that. Wait, my favorite <laughs> was when Brian asked Shawnee if they have uh, sleeping bags in Australia. I was like, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought you meant it in the context of like high school. So, you know. Like, I could understand oh. that not being a, a joke, quite, yeah. like, being an honest question, but then, and then just forgetting, like, oh, yeah, like, camping, duh. <laughs> Have you talked about Trapper Keepers in your show yet? I don't think so. No, it's definitely, like, on my list of stuff to talk about. Um, I lockers, do reference it a lot. talk about lockers quite often. Yeah. My oh, locker was very If it comes up in a me. film, I'll definitely discuss it, but I'm just not going to... Speaking of high school, I just watched today, uh, season two of American Vandal came out yesterday as we're Oh, I haven't this. seen season two yet. It's not as funny as season one. I think it's really good still. I prefer season one. Like, season one was just, like, so amazing. And season he's, two is good. Um, looks like he's in hell right now, right? Like, yeah. he's made it. It's the, the sulfur and the, the, the crimson. The like, drive yeah. angry. I don't know. Hmm. That's why I'm glad we didn't watch Drive Angry this afternoon. I know. Because it's like... Mm-hmm. It's too close. It's too close. Fuck the pain away. <laughs> That's Amber Heard singing that song in that movie. Amber Heard, yeah? Queen of the Mermaids in Aquaman or whatever? Yep. You know oh, that here thing. Here we go. What do you think this is supposed to say here? Well, I think this is just as literal as everything else in the movie. Like, this is the... I mean, okay, spoilers, but, like, at the last shot of the movie, this is obviously the planet that he's on, right? Like, that's what's... And we've seen the green light a few times with all those But things. what is the creature that she's digging well, into? Is that like, Cage? Is she pulling out the inner power of him? Oh, yeah, heard, that's yeah. What, how I was actually kind of thinking. Yeah, he's, he's the tiger. Yeah, that's his spirit aura. That's kind of what I was thinking. I don't know, man. I mean, this movie's meta, like, not meta, like, as in referential, but, like, metaphysical, like, it's mm. beyond Salamander. this plane. Yeah. It's all weird, and... I would love to see Max Rokotansky's like, boots stomp down and just grab it and eat it. Like, what's funny <laughs> about how much they're, like, he hates and makes fun of hippies, like, the sort of, like, this movie's, like, ideology isn't very far away from, like, that hippy-dippy stuff, it's just, like, on the more, like darker metal side but yeah. like it's just as like metaphysical and weird and shit so how does he go from that cave thing to here uh I think the cave thing I don't think what we saw when he before he falls asleep is actually what it is I think it's closer to what it is when he wakes up oh okay. I think it's sort of his perception possibly okay. or he just travels a little bit further and then mm-hmm. passes out that we just don't see in the movie and this can't be the same place he was logging before. Well, the guy told him to go north, right? So, like, it's probably just, like, 
further north, maybe about yeah, border. Logging country. Canada. This is also super cool here, how he just... What I like about yeah. this is that he pulls the guy out and then closes the door. I don't know why that Matt, that, but I just like that detail. Like, mm-hmm. he just, you know... This is really not ideal. And then here we go. And this is great, too, how the guy's like another... He's like a sniveling little loser. You're like, hurting oh, me. Yeah, you're all tough know and you. shit, and you're, real, you're willing to hurt people until you get a taste of it. I feel like, and I'm not going to count it, but I feel like for him to get from the sidelines to the van, he had to have run. We just didn't see it. So I'm not going to cross that off. So, losing my board. You know, I'm getting like kind of... You know, he's kind of like a... Um, like a like a Michael Myers or like a Jason at this point in this movie and stuff. So like he's, he's up here. He's, he's got like, he's got like that stalker speed where like he can walk as fast as people run. So like I'm he your god now. <laughs> he made it from the top of the cliff to the bottom of the cliff like faster than it took for them to drive there. <laughs> oh, that's a great effect. Or is it I who have penetrated you? Like there's a couple things here that are sort of very Gogo Yubari-ish from Kill Bill One. <laughs> Well, that's... I mean, Tarantino's, like... Yeah, his violence is very perverted in that movie. Yeah, I mean, this is... That's... Whether or not this guy did anything sort of sexual... That is a very sexual death. He just shoved a spiky metal dildo through his face. He's gonna live. We don't see. I I could understand him letting her survive, though, because he watched her have to do the roulette. Yeah. Oh, and the mariachi music. Okay, start running. Start running. I know, I know there's no way. <laughs> there's, there's no reason for him he's to got, run. Yeah. He, he's more likely to just stop in place and stand still. I'm just going to take this. I like that this guy, even in what's presumably the apocalypse, still has the wherewithal and the care for his car to, like, wax it down and w- wash it off or, you know, whatever. Just make sure it's nice and clean. I mean, it shows something that we don't often see in films. There are 24 hours in a day, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Like, there are low moments. There are bored times. This is just what this guy does. That's amazing. That was so so well done. Flying eggs. No, that's a good call, Brian. Like, I always complain that we don't see enough people go to the bathroom in movies. Like, come on. Is that a thing Scott Aukerman complains about, too? That he's just like... Does he? (laughs) There's not enough people. Or, or, you know, it's like that kind of thing. Or, like, people saying goodbye on phones. Like... (laughs) Just the little things, you know. It's the, it's the realities, you know. I thought of that actually before in the break when you were on the phone. You didn't say goodbye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people I have a shorthand with where no hi, no bye kind of thing. Yeah, so it was like very movie like. I like. Oh okay. <laughs> All right, we get our chainsaw duel here. What is oh, kind of yeah. nice? I mean, this he's obviously you know it, again. Number one, it's not the size of the boat; it's the motion of the ocean. That's number one. But number two, I think there are benefits here to him having a smaller chainsaw because a guy like to like whip around. Mm-hmm. It's oh, a lot sure. more work, and uh, it also looks like more durable the, the smaller one in terms of control. So, I'm going to be. I don't know if you guys saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Nope. But there's a chainsaw fight in that with Dennis Hopper and. Leatherface have a chainsaw duel at the end of that, but there's a moment where Dennis Hopper goes chainsaw buying. Like he goes into a store and he just like takes a whole bunch of them off and like tries them <laughs> outside. And one of them is this. One of them is this long ass blade on it. It's kind of amazing. This is like this sound here. Like this is metal. Yes, you know, and like this also reminds me of Fury Road. Yes. Both the so heightened those, weapon and also the sound. 
the look a little too at this point. Yeah, just the dusty. That's just so cool. And also the um, like the road demons kind of remind me of like um, you know when uh, Furiosa goes to like that first pit stop or whatever, and they have like all the spikes coming out of them. Similar. The porcupines. Got a good. Got him good. Is that where Cage was stabbed? I Did think so. I mean, it's, yeah. it's roughly Symmetry. the same place. Yeah. Wait, did he run to get up there? Hmm. He's moving really well here. He's not running, but he's not, you know, hobbling. But he has spin. run potential. They're both wielding those way better than I felt would have been possible. Like, a chainsaw seems like a much better weapon than I would have imagined. More cumbersome, for I could, sure. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I understand why maybe Sam Raimi figured that out early with Ash and the Evil Dead yeah. and stuff. Like... Yeah, they, the, those chainsaws look lighter than. And then there's that movie Halt Tension, also. Isn't High that Tension, some yeah. Some chainsaw in that as well, or something. Here we go. Uh, go so such a cool. And the guy's like, wait, what's going on? He's like, I'm clearly going to win. I have the chainsaw. What? Again, we were saying while we were watching the movie, you know, Ghost Rider esque. Going to sort of do like the penance there, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's in hell. <laughs> and. Here he goes, landing on the big chainsaw as the ground just slowly soaks with the, the, the red of his blood. He, he has a handful of, like, as it is a thing here, religious spirituality, dogmatic films. Oh, you mean like the, like the... What's it called? Like, what's the, the, the rosaries? Oh, no, no, I know. I, I literally meant the film. What? He's a rosary? Oh, no, no but like, no, I was the saying chain, the chain is like the a chain rosary. Is like, oh, good call. I wasn't even thinking of that. That's, That's what I thought you were right. saying. He no, does, I'm saying he yeah. does a lot of films that are in this kind of oh, yeah. scope. I mean, like, even Knowing turned out to be a biblical sci-fi mashup, but, like, yeah. Left uh, Behind. Left Behind, certainly. Obviously Drive Angry. Drive Angry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keanu did more, but Cage has done a bunch. Feels like Keanu's kind of main thrust at times is religion and spirituality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just go listen to any of our John Brooks episodes. Still still uh, holding out hope for that Keanu Cage film, right? Oh, I'm writing it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It's the Batman universe. No. <laughs> Keanu is the Riddler, and Cage is Gordon. So I was actually working on something the other day. I was working on, like, my Western thing the other day, and, like, there is a scene that would be perfect, because, like, I always imagine Cage in this small role as the dad to the main character, and in the first scene, that character gets, like, brutally massacred by a gang, and uh, and I was like, oh, the leader should be played by Keanu. And, <laughs> and he could be, like, a French-Canadian trapper. Ooh, wee oui, oui. in the uh, In the, in the 1800s, <laughs> you know? I could see that. You know, this is sort of birth canal-ish. Yeah. He's being reborn, being born. But I like it. He's being born through and into, like, a world of metal and pain instead yeah. of, like, flesh and nature. I thought of uh, being John Malkovich. Not that part, but... Oh, just, like, having the half floor in between? No, like, going into his mind, kind of? Oh, thing. I yeah, thought yeah. you were talking about, you know, isn't it in John Malkovich where there's, mm-hmm. like, the, the half floor oh, of the yeah, office that, building that's like, true bent too, down? Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. You know who wrote that? Yeah, wasn't it Michelle Gondry? Oh, no, no, Charlie Kaufman, Charlie right? Kaufman, Charlie Kaufman. Too. Gondry was going to direct it, I think, and Spike Jones ended up directing Did it. Did Donald Kaufman help him write that? I think he 
Not no, that one. Not no, not at the. At that point, he had not been to the seminar and started his own. But he is on, Cage is on set of being John Malkovich. Yes, as Charlie. As Charlie. Because Donald's not real, and everyone's ignoring him. Because <laughs> that's how he actually felt being on set. <laughs> There's some Charlie Kaufman interviews with um, are really interesting from that point of period of time and stuff. He's really, like, you wouldn't... I mean, he's more well-spoken than he thinks, you know, kind of thing. Like, he, he's, like, always apologizing for what <laughs> he's talking about. And it's like, no, dude, like, you're you're doing all right. Like, you sound very interesting. Yep. She reminds me of um, that really old comedian that's not Betty White, but the other one is the... Uh, she's on the Raising Hope. Um, is that show still on? I don't know. I watch reruns on uh, FXX in the morning because uh, Dermot Dillahunt or Garrett Dillahunt is on there, and uh, that show's really funny. Um, who's that really old comedian who's still around? And she's like pretty. Oh, this is what we were talking about before, like the sexual thing. Oh, and she gets her head lopped off. I can't anticipate my lover's every move. Why, if you're there, I guess I know she's desperate. Why would Nicolas Cage choose that path there? Like, you know what? Well, he's got to take them all out, right? He's got to get to the leader. And no, no, I know. I get why he kills her, but like, why would he be like, you know, I'm just gonna have sex with you and it'll be okay? Like, like it just doesn't seem. I no part of me thought that he might make that choice instead of just continuing on. Maybe he'd let her live, but. Well, then again, he's on a lot of drugs. So. Cloris Leachman, that's who I thought she was. Oh, Cloris Leachman, yeah, yeah. of course. You know who else is on that show? Is the the girl Shannon Woodward who was on um, uh, on Westworld. Westworld, yeah. yeah. That show's uh, really funny. I like it. Cloris Leachman we talk about on an episode that's not out yet, but uh, the last mm-hmm. picture show. Oh, that's Coming out in November 2 or something. Yeah. Yeah, November 2, because Halloween's a Wednesday. It's going to be a spooky month at Cage Club. Uh, yeah. Including this episode. But if you're listening to this, if you're still listening to this, go to cageclub.me. There's and if you're 19 watching. shows. <laughs> Elizabeth knows about us. If she's still watching. I'm kid- I'm I'm playing more towards the camera than the uh I know, it's podcast very strange. <laughs> <laughs> just it's very new. I'm not used to it. It's unusual. And it's working too, which I think initially like just blows my mind that got something on the internet to work right. I'm surprised he doesn't go um, the full frontal again. It's close enough. I feel like he's close. Yeah, he's got like a. It's not, it's not like wearing like underwear. It's like wearing like cloth. You know what I mean? Like it's just. It's, little... it's, it's like how they depict Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. This little thing reminds me of like the end of uh, True Detective season one, where he faces off against Spaghetti Face in that little like underground silo thing. Carcosa. King. See, yeah, Brian, I get like a lot of that vibe from here. Like the the religious mm-hmm. expressionism in that series is like very close to this kind of stuff, where it's like entitlement type of religion. Yeah, he's so like arrogant here, and he's think he thinks he can break anybody down with his intelligence and his his. But Cage is his god now. <laughs> I love it. Like that is just the ultimate own. Right, where it's like, I control you. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm your god now. <laughs> like, <laughs> what can you... Oh, who won that baseball game? 
Oh, uh, it was good. I, my guy got the thing. It's the playoffs, you know, it's the semifinals. It's all good. I'm going to be tied right now. Uh, it's Tomorrow's going to be a real tense day. I'm just glad that, um, you know, the new episode Ink Masters wasn't on during this, and I had to watch that on my phone. Oh, you know what's going on right now, though, actually, guys? Down the street um, from here, they started doing Rocky Horror Picture Show every other Saturday night at midnight in Ridgewood. Mm. Is that tonight? Yeah, starting tonight. I was going to go before we planned on doing all this, but I think I'm going to go um, October because uh-huh. the next two weeks is Cage, Camp Cage Club, Yep. so I can't make that screening. Yep. But I definitely want to try and go to a Rocky Horror, especially since it's so close. It's literally 10 minutes from here. We've been to the theater a couple of times. Did that oh, yeah, we saw Godzilla there. Yeah, the one we saw. Oh, boy, that, God, that Godzilla movie. I like it a lot. I've seen it twice since. I have not, and I will And not. not only that, I've watched every other Godzilla movie twice since. Oh God. And there's every thir- Godzilla there's, movie? I've watched them all last year and this like year. 30 of them? 34. You can get all of them? I own all of them. I thought there were some that were, like, impossible to get. Some are very hard and out of print. They're, like, 70 to $200, but I got them when they were first released, like, in, like, 2006 and oh. seven and stuff. So, like, I've been collecting Godzilla movies for a long gotcha, time. because, like, I, you know, I've tried to... I know there's some really rare ones. But um, the there's a the rumor. Yet? Uh, here it is. I think it's here. There's a big rumor that Criterion is putting out the first series soon because they're all on Filmstruck huh. and Stars, okay. and they all have Criterion box cover art and stuff. So here it comes. Right. Oh no, this is his line. I'm your guy. This guy's going down swinging, honestly. You know what I mean? Like he's he mm-hmm. believes it to his. There. Yes. He's kind of got like the scarecrow fear toxin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Great call. Hmm. You need to right lighten up. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the Shh. best, man, when he just owns Batman. Oh. oh, I guess we missed that. Oh, you missed that? Crushed his head? Oh, I definitely saw no, that. No, not the time. head crush. I think the the dick suck thing. Oh, oh, we missed it. Oh, yeah. I did not miss that. I feel like he went from pleading to like when he realized that that wasn't going to work, then he went to anger. Mm-hmm. And that was his sort of his And then anger stand. leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering. Well, also, there was that, he was like, oh, you know, God help me. Like, how can I, you know, what's wrong? And, and it's like, don't doubt yourself, you know? So he doubted himself briefly, and then he went back to, like, no, I am. Right, he just was, like, yelling at the mirror right there again. Here we go. I thought, like, this is where we were questioning how they're going to end this. I thought, like, that he might just, like, like, they might just end it here. That would have been cool. I like how they end it, though, because it's not at all how I thought they were going to end it. Plus, we get some great shots of him, like, very gleefully driving in some, like, alternate twisted reality. Yeah. A lot of movies like he's been driving at the end. You know, he was doing Humphrey Bogart in Dog Eat Dog. He's driving nah. here. Shame. So we didn't get it running. He no, he that's ran. crazy. So I think we might tie, Michael. Man. Because, well, it depends. If he, if the first thing we see in the flashback is dancing, you tie. No, but I have flashback also. But is it in your bingo? Yeah. But dancing is in your bingo. Yeah. But no, but if, if, he, if we flashback and then he dances in the middle of the flashback... Brian wins with just flashback. Oh, okay. He's going to win like four seconds before he's on <laughs> We'll see. But if for some reason he dances here before the flashback happens. Or if he runs. It'd be great if he, he just runs. did like a little jig on his way out. <laughs> just a little. I thought he might like jog out of here, but it's the slow walk is obviously. Oh, hey, since I have everyone's attention, if you guys have any out there, if you have any fan art 
for Cage Club, send it in because that's a new thing I'm going to start on my show. Send in some fan art. Yeah, tweet at us at Cage Club Pod or mailbag at cageclub.me. We actually got some great fan art a while back. It's terrific. It's hanging in our rooms and stuff. But I've yeah, I've got a piece of fan art for Third Times a Charm from Kara, and then I also sent myself some fan art for the <laughs> next episode. So I'm trying. I was going to say I don't know if those two can't. Yeah, I'm going to get the fan ball, art. I'm going to get the ball rolling. You know, I just with some it's suggestions. Art. It's art. I'm a fan of my own work. It's you know I actually like what I'm doing over there. It does you know I don't feel whatever. You're doing the Lord's work, Mike. <laughs> Brian, draw a picture and send it to me. <laughs> if I'm not on the episode, it doesn't matter. Then you, it's, you're then apparently it's the art. reigning co-host. I, apparently, well, well, you, well, you proclaim. That. Don't true. say apparently. It's your idea. He's not going to be on for a couple episodes in a row. No, I'm just no. He I might. didn't. You're coming back for Christmas. So. I didn't. With Austin? Which I'm no, very that's no. About. We have like I'm doing two Christmas shows that month. Very excited so about that one. Brian's on one. What's what's his Christmas vacation? Oh, okay. And then Austin's coming for um, Silent Night, Deadly Night Three. Not dancing yet. Yes. You sure those guys behind aren't dancing? No, it's cage dances, or is it just no? Dancing? It's just dancing. They're not dancing yet. They're just. But I think there definitely is dancing, right? I it, hope so. It's not in my thing, but I swore. I'm pretty sure that they embrace and dance, or maybe not. I guess not. Maybe we remember that wrong. Well, they were dancing in Firebirds. Is that what we're thinking about? <laughs> yeah, and then they embraced and they were making love. I thought there was more dancing in the background, but it looks like they're just talking. Oh, well. And maybe I don't get bingo. No, Brian wins like an hour wow. 55 into this movie. <laughs> Which, again, this was one that there. we thought it was going to be easy winnings. Here, this is that's real. Sort of. No, that's not real. No, no, because we cut back and he's like bloody. Looks insane. Because like, well, he cuts back and like looks like he's bloody and looks insane. Then the reality is he just looks bloody and looks depressed. She looks a lot like Shelley Duvall to me, and that's your thing, right? The Shining. Yeah. There we go. That's crazy. Then the next one where he's grinning is crazy. Do you think I should do that? I should take my nephew around Halloween and dress up like Cage in this, and then. <laughs> and have your nephew dressed like her? My eight-year-old nephew who's going to be dressed as, like, a Yankee, but I'm dressed as <laughs> that. <kid> like that. <laughs> God. And now here he is, just actually depressed. And this is driving. Here comes the end. And he's driving out of hell, I guess, but it seems like the whole world but is out of hell. It seems like he's in another dimension now, like he's drove out of hell into another planet or something. Yeah. Which... Cool, I'm fine with that. <laughs> so listen to this. So it just, we're past midnight right now. So today, as we're recording this, you know, September 16th, right? Ooh, Here's what that. came out on this day. 1999 Action, the TV oh, show, yeah. the pilot, which Keanu was in. Drive. Okay. Lord of War. Wow. Snowden. Prince of Pennsylvania. Crazy. So a lot of movies, a lot of shows, a lot of things. Wow, guys, we did it. Well, just watched it twice in a row. The last no, four and a half it. hours of our life, or last four hours and 40 minutes, has four hours of it has been this. So I know. couldn't be happier, to be quite honest. Bill Duke. Scabs, fuck pig. Oh, dog the dog, Cor- Lizzie the tiger. The tiger yeah. I wonder if Lizzie the tiger was just a little baby tiger in the movie Roar. <laughs> 40 years ago. <laughs> How long did Tigers live? Not that long. Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, 
Maybe, oh maybe in captivity. What I'm really interested to see, we want to see if there's the, oh, the I'm axe screen again Here in the post credit scene, right? Remember, we want to see if there's the axe drawing. Yeah, yeah. The post credit scene is very important to us. You know what I like about this movie? I appreciate it. This, this, this credit scene is only like three minutes long. These credits are three minutes long. The Firebirds credits were seven and a half minutes long. <laughs> what? That movie was 84 minutes. And no, it, it was 86 minutes and it was seven. It was like was 79 eight. minutes without credits. I feel like that's something you yelled at. Not yelled, but weren't happy about on my podcast when my songs last too long at the <laughs> yeah. end. Oh, I was just talking about that literally today because uh, Samantha asked, she's like, are, is he, are you allowed to play this? I was like, unclear. <laughs> I was like, I said to Brian, don't play full songs. He's like, cool, got it. He still plays full songs, which is I fine. I do not play the full songs. I just... Today, I, didn't you, oh, you play, we played a lot of... You're, uh, you're the one that... Whatever just you just, just wait until with. you hear the holy original Third Time's a Charm players singing We Don't Need Another Hero at the end of the next episode because I have all three of us saying it and then I overlapped it together. I just the, the songs are the last things I put in and I'm not like realizing how long they are when I'm cutting them because I'm not listening to that part and then every time yeah. I'm like fuck it's too long it's so yeah, long just just do like a couple seconds honestly like ten seconds is, is more but like I have it like on like a hyper zoom and I'm like lowering the volume and I'm it's, not like the most that I review of any shows that I do are the beginning and ends with this with the music just to make sure it's not too loud not too long what I thought was really funny was that for for the Grease episode you were talking about how like the specific line that you put up a fight and it's to get to that point you played like <laughs> sounded like eight verses of the song you were just like oh I remember it was that. just like yeah, the whole yeah. thing the whole thing the whole thing that you put up a fight and then as soon as you say that you cut the clip <laughs> I remember listening to that going he could have started this way later yeah <laughs> or like extended it a little I, bit I, I kind of like that chief like, executive Lisa officer Whalen. partner Lisa Whalen and right and above Elijah director partner Elijah because that's their company right there yeah I, I like cutting it there because it, I like people to be like, oh, that's why you fucking played that song. <laughs> but you should do, like, if you listen to Mad Max, I started weaving... This was filmed in Belgium. Oh. I started weaving in more music and stuff like that. So, like, when I talk about it, like, uh, you know... Molly Crew. When I talk Saturday. about the other Tina Turner song from the opening credits, I only play it for, like, a couple seconds, you know? Would you what I also to- liked about your... Uh, Mad Max episode was that you played the songs underneath while people were talking, yes, yeah, which I, I do in like the like the High School Musical episodes and the Hairspray episode. While we were and the, also the Great Showman episode, all in Zack Attack, I would play it as we talked about it because like that's like their musical episode. Yeah, you know what I mean, so like, and then you give it a, a, its own second or two, and then you're back into the show. I don't think I did that. Well, I think that, I just well that's your style. So. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, it's it's true. There's the uh, birds chirping, and it's like a it looks like a roof, Mandy films or something. Okay, guys, get your peepers. Okay, ready. let's do this. R.I.P. Johan Johansson. Here we go. He was the uh, no. No, it's him and, and the tiger. The He's wearing the shirt. Oh, the tiger is there. Yeah. And then there's something with a sword. There's a dragon. Looks like on the right. There's a crazy lady there. Hmm. No, I guess not. All right. Well, go to cageclub.me or facebook.com/cageclub or at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram and just say hi. Thank you, Elizabeth, for watching this. If you want to watch us record this. You know, it's on Facebook. <laughs> so you can do it's that. Me waving listen a lot. to it. So, thanks. We'll see you in two weeks for some movie. Bye.